Oh, we're live. We are live. What episode is eighty three? Um eighty three. Eighty three. This episode has been brought to you by Great South Bay Brewery. Uh right now I'm drinking a massive IPA. Uh seven zero seven point zero alcohol content, so I'm going there. What what are you drinking? Uh Massive IPA by Great South Bay Brewery. They've got 7.0? Yeah, the Massives get you there, dude. Ooh, We've got a pretty dope episode today. We have coming on very shortly, MMA legend Uriah Faber, followed by another MMA legend, Matt Sarah, Long Island legend. Yes. Two, two MMA pioneers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell people right now. I'm going to go with a therapy session to start the episode. Ooh. Yeah. That's what we'll call this episode, therapy session with Matt Sarah and Uriah Faber. So how are you today, Menace? I'm doing a promo. What's up, guys? The Menace here. Stand the man there. We're having on today's episode, Uriah Faber, MMA legend, and another MMA legend, and Long Island legend, Matt Sarah. Tune in on the Menace of the Man Facebook fan page. We're live now. How's that? I liked it. Thank you. You remembered your name this time. Yeah, I did. But, um, yeah, that's two OGs in the game. Yeah. But I asked you a question before you were doing your promo. How was your uh, Tuesday afternoon? Oh, I was just doing uh, line work. You know? Being a man? Yeah. And what's today? Or what? Tomorrow is your one-year anniversary? Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. So now I'm like uh, slightly fireproof, hopefully possible yeah so like i have to really fuck up because i'm in a union to get fired okay that's good so while we're waiting for uriah you didn't get a chance to watch these fights this past weekend right um i watched a little bit what'd you say i watched a little bit you know uh good fights real good fights which one did you say? The one that we talked about, Stan. Oh, I don't remember which ones those were. You don't remember a lot of things, huh? I don't. This is true. <laughs> uh, which is wild. Is it's it? Wild. Yeah, it's wild about you. Uriah Faber. Oh! He was- Guys, the menace here. He, he was there for a minute, then he saw you and was like, oh, that's not... Yeah, right. He would never say that about me, dude. Well, he disappeared. Well, UF will be back on. Or he went black screen for Black Lives Matter. I like that about him. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. Uriah! 
dude. Just chilling, man. Yeah, you look so great. Thanks, buddy. I just uh, took a little road trip up for the day with uh, with my girl. Went to Tahoe to this naked cove. It was freaking hilarious. Dicks hanging out everywhere. It was. Whoa! Was pretty classy. You you got you and your ladies are hanging out with Wiener. What's going on? Yeah, a bunch of old shriveled up wieners and a bunch of naked people. It was pretty. It's pretty interesting. I didn't know this beautiful cove. It's called a secret cove. But it's a uh, closed optional, so it was, we're we're there. We got entertained. It was pretty funny. Did you let it all hang out or what? You know what? I just people were taking pictures and whatnot. I didn't want to make everyone feel bad. You know, you never would look at yourself the same. <laughs> I you get it. Look like a man. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Stan, <laughs> would you let it all hang out, Stan? I would let it all hang out. Yeah. Wow, not me, dude. I just I try to keep that behind the scenes. Yeah, I hear you on that too. But sometimes you you only live once. You do only live once. I don't think people laugh once. at me for the rest of my life. Why would they laugh at you? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I just I don't know. I, in my head, I look down. I'm not like, whoa. How do I even hit on this thing? I'm like, well, that's very manageable. There's all shapes and sizes in that place. You know, there's everyone. There's there's reason to feel good, reason to feel bad. You know, a lot of saggy nipples and that kind of stuff. There's like a house party, like a boat party going on in the middle of the place. It was, it was an interesting little day. We left early this morning and uh, got back just a couple minutes ago. Got to do some barbecuing and hang out. Oh, dude. Yeah. What you guys up to, man? Well, I don't know. Well, well, so me and – so we're watching your guys fight and we're like, dude, your eyes guys are crushing it. We got to talk to the head guy himself. You know, what's, are you, you know, is everything staying the same? Obviously, you've had people in and out, you know, like. Yeah. I'm, still, you know, it's, been, it's been the same, it's been the same recipe since the beginning. I mean, since you came out there back in the day, it's the same. And, and, you know, I don't know if you got new people tuning in or whatnot, but Dennis came before he was even in the UFC and just came experienced a little bit. It's the same getup. Guys get up. We work hard. We've got a lot of coaches that help out. Um, and like Josh Emmett, I just found a text or an email I had sent from 2013, I think, trying to get him in the UFC back in the day. And he's like a, you know, nose to the grindstone. And same with Feely. Feely is a guy that we had to kind of break up some bad habits, on, you know, from the very get-go. Uh, and, and he's become one of the hardest workers on the gym and hasn't stopped on the course. Um, we've had a couple of hiccups where we've, brought people in and, and, you know, coaches that try to make it about themselves. It's really about guys staying on the course, working their butts off, continuing to improve and, and just in, around a great environment. And it's been awesome seeing Cody have a resurgence, refocus, and, and you know, he kind of got himself out of his comfort zone. Uh, he was, he was you know, needing needing to, to get that fire back, and that happened for him. We got Andre Feely, we got Song Yudong, we got uh, – Darren Elkins, I thought he won that fight, even though he was a bloody mess. And, and uh, you know, Guidot had a, had a tough fight against a tough opponent. But, you know, it's, 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 it's the game, bro. It's, it's, it's yeah. about staying course and, and being persistent. And, and everybody's meshing from a coaching standpoint and from a team standpoint. So it's been, a, it's been a good thing, man. We just continue to grind, you know. Oh, I need to get your, your wrestling coach on, Alex. Yeah. Alex Munoz. 
So we had on uh, Chaz Skelly last week, and he was saying, like, awesome things about him. And I've watched him fight. He, like, uh, who was the guy with one arm? Nick Newell. With half the arm? Uh, Nick Newell. Yeah, that's uh, Nick Newell. Yeah, so he had to fight him to get the UFC, and I was like, uh, almost anybody except for Alex. Yeah. Yeah, Newell. I mean, I think they did that on purpose. They put him against a a killer with Alex, but Newell – would have walked through most people. Alex has had kind of a rough go injury wise, and so he's signed with the UFC, but hasn't had his first bout yet. He's had to, you know, be pulled off twice because of injuries. So uh, he, yeah. he should be getting scheduled soon. And you guys will get to see him. He's he's still a young guy, and especially in the fight game, he has to take a lot of beatings. Uh, now because he's, he's a wrestling base. Yeah, and, wait, 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 real quick, Uriah, can you turn your phone the other way? Sure. And we get the whole view? Yeah, we want all of you. Yeah. We just got the pool. We're about to have a little barbecue over here. So this thing just got put in. Thanks, Sharp Pools, for the hookup. Backyard's now. Oh, wow. Balling over there. Yeah. Been nice in here. And what you were Can you guys saying, hear me all right? Yeah, we got you good. And even what what you were saying about okay. uh, Alpha Male, you guys still got Uriah Faber in the mix. You're still fighting, right? That's right. Yeah, I, uh, you know, haven't haven't said no yet. They've been offering a bunch of stuff, but honestly, I've got a bun in the oven. We've got our, our baby on the way. Number and, two, uh, Congrats, dude. Number two, baby boy, and uh, and my oh. daughter's fifteen months now. So I've been like taking this this COVID time serious. I I'm not in fight shape by any means. The last three weeks, I've been trying to like get a little bit more tuned up, but. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to jump in it. I could fight. I could not fight. I'm, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying yes. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of enjoying, you know, getting things back going with the team, like getting on a regimen with the guys and, and having success with the guys that have been fighting. And um, so we're, we're still up in the air. So real quick, talk about fighting. Talk about you. Two guys that you have fought in the past are fighting soon. Jan and Aldo. You've been in yeah. there with both of them. What do you got? What can you tell us? You know, here here's what what Jan has that is 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 kind of rare. He's coming off of a whole like history of success where even his loss was was kind of a controversial one, and he believes he's the baddest guy on the planet. Uh, obviously, hits very hard. You know, I found that out. I think Aldo is kind of re is refining himself. He, that 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 McGregor fight took a lot out of him. Just he wanted it so bad, he was so emotionally into it, and it and it kind of like crumbled this this you know twelve year reign of just being the best ever, one of the best ever in my opinion for sure. So I think Aldo's got that back a little bit. The speed is going to be the question. You know, Aldo traditionally has been a faster guy than most guys he's fought. And I think he'll be faster than Jan. Um, Aldo's also huge for the weight class. So, um, you know, I think Jan's got the, the momentum and the confidence that, that he can walk through anybody. And and Aldo has to have a really good fight and, and just really be mentally prepared to get in the worst battle of his life. And I think he did that with Chad Mendez. He's done that a couple of times where he's just mentally prepared. Uh, I'd like to lean towards Aldo, but... Um, I think it'll be because of the speed. Jan has the, has the ability to, to 
to hurt him at any time during the fight, though. Absolutely. So with that being said, I have two things. One, I mean, in my head, I, I think, I, listen, Aldo is a bad motherfucker. He's a bad dude, yeah. but I think he's past his prime. Yeah. Right? So in my he's head, on a downward Aldo, spiral. He, he's still young. He's still young, yeah. Aldo. He's like my age, right? Yeah, I think he's 33. Yeah, he's been fighting. No, he's not only, he's only 33? Yeah. No, he's got to be older than that. Bro, Let's let me... do some fact checking. Well, Brazilians old... have weird, like, how old are they really? I, I, I mean, Aldo, Aldo is 33. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So here. Brazilians, when they really come over here, Uriah, who knows how old are they? Like, is their birth birth certificate actually real? Like, who knows? So here, Menace, I, I'm I'm assuming this is Matt in our waiting room. He doesn't have Matt Sarah. He's got six four nine. So Uriah, you can bounce whenever you got it, but you're cool to hang out a little bit with Matt Sarah as well. Okay. Oh, I love Sarah, man. That guy's the best, man. Yes, that's um, even. Where I, 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 I will. I'll stay on just to say hello, and. uh Hey, what's up, Dad? What's the hell's going on? It's a party. In this oh, we got a party. Yeah, we got, we got a party. Waiting on Callie to wake up, but... Oh, she's awake? Okay. Let me finish this up, guys. I'll play with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. real quick, you're right. Another question I have for you, right? So, you saw Aldo yeah. at, like, technically, like, more his weight class at 145. Right. So, now, in your, in your realm, 135... And you guys are yeah. both WC, UFC veterans. I would love to see that that fight run back. I know. I, yeah, you know what? We, we had the question is not, would you fight. fight him? It's like, when? Yeah, right. I mean, Aldo is, is one of the, he's probably my toughest fight I've ever had. I mean, I was, I was at a great time in my career. He was at a great time in his career. And I was like, the first time I had, I, I felt like I was, Matched with somebody that had the same athleticism and speed with a skill set that, that, you know, I wasn't prepared to take with those leg kicks. I mean, I knew they were going to hurt, but I didn't know how debilitating they were going to be. Um, I mean, that is, that is one that, that could possibly happen. We had talked about doing it, uh, as he was dropping down to 135 between his coach and my coach. But, um, at the end of the day, you know, I think what the UFC is trying to do is put the, the, the old bucks against the new bucks and try to build some new stars, which, you know, I, I like that too. I, I, I want to be in this, this fight game to, to test myself if I'm going to do it. I want to be able to, to go against the, the guy that everyone thinks is the killer and, and, and see how I do. I mean, that's kind of my, my MO in this game. And, um, you know, I, and I like Aldo a lot, man. He's someone that I respect a lot. Uh, I wouldn't, of course, be against it per se, but it has to make some, make some sense. But yeah. when, when, when you're talking about the fight with him and, and Jan, I didn't really only realize he was only 33 years old. Th there's a lot to be said about the guy that really, really, really wants it. And the question is, does Aldo have that back? And I've seen it a little bit. Uh, I think he was—he had such a bad taste in his mouth after the notorious knockout, which you can't say it's luck because Connor had done that prior. But it was also—it was definitely bad luck for Aldo because it never happened yeah. to him prior. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm hoping that he's re reinvigorated and we see the best Jose Aldo out there against Jan because at 33, I know I felt amazing at 33. Yeah. 
But like Who's Matt, you thirty three. Like Jose Aldo was thirty three. Yeah. Holy shit, me no. Are you sure? Some of these Brazilians lie about their fucking ages. That's what I said. Yeah. It's true. Said. Fucking true. You got, you got There's that over here. There's that, and every fighter only has so many rounds, whether it's training or in actual fights. That's a hard yeah. thirty-three. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's right. been, he's been in some wars. But Matt Serra, the Long Island legend, welcome to Menace and the Man. Finally, nice to see you guys. Hey, be- before I bounce out, guys, Sarah, how, how's the gym reopen? What's going on with you? Shit, man. I mean, I'm. It's funny. It's not funny at all. I closed down one of my schools. I had to do it, and now I got one still yeah. beautiful school. And I'm just waiting on the fucking government to give me the okay, dude. How is it in Cali? Are they allowing you guys to go near each other or what? They they let gyms open back up. And then, you know, we're just being being cautious with stuff. We're taking temperatures and having questionnaires yeah. at the front. I mean, a lot of a lot of the jiu-jitsu gyms just opened up, like, put boards under their doors. So we waited probably about two months after, you know, all of our members were going other places. And now we've just had our first class yesterday. And it was, uh, you know, a good turnout. And we're just being cautious and trusting people to to police themselves and, and use good sanitation. They're saying that, you know, this is the new normal. This, this thing's out there. Uh, and it's, it's mostly risky to the 85-year-olds the and, and, and above the people with, with pre-existing stuff. But we can't stop living. So we're not going to take that away from people. We're going to be very cautious, but but move forward. Well, dude, best of luck with that with you, man, because I know how it is. Uh, I've been very frustrated lately. I mean, I, my my other school, I mean, I had the same landlord for 19 years. I mean, I transferred over over the parkway. It was the same guy, same company. It's still, man, like every month I'm not open. I'm not. I'm still getting a $10,000 uh, bill uh, added onto my fucking Damn. existing. Every month is $10,000. I'm like, dude, I'm not even open. I'm not legally allowed to be in there. But I'm still getting charged. I felt like I'm bending over every month, so I'm just like, "Fuck this." My other, my other yeah. guy I deal with is a, I have another um, landlord that's really good, good dude. He knows what the fuck's going on, and uh, he's working with me. So I got to at least listen, man. I got a home. Is the uh, government working with you guys with your gyms at all? I got that fucking loan. I don't know about you, Uriah. Well, they, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's a no. <laughs> we lost him. Oh no, he's back. Uh, I got that um, PPS, PPL, whatever the fuck loan it was. But I, got loan. Bit. I got the loan. You got to spend it, it. You can't be open. You can... Say it again? I mean, with the PPP loan, it's super yes. special. You have to spend it in eight weeks, and we can't be open, so you got to spend it on what? Otherwise, you got to pay it back. So yeah, it's it, kind it's, of a weird thing. It is a weird thing, man. My biggest thing was the rent. Like, like it's it's only you can only use 25% of that for rent. And you could use it for payroll. I didn't lay any of my guys off. I got a handful of guys underneath me that worked for me. I didn't lay nobody off since this thing happened. So I could use it for that, but I can't use it for my rent between both schools. It's like 21000 a month, man. Go fuck yourself. You're yeah, not letting me crazy. do business. My businesses wasn't hurting. My schools would never been busier. So it's really, it, it's some weird shit going on, Uriah. We'll get through it though, buddy. I mean, there's there's some real there's some real weird things going on. I mean, I I did the thing yesterday. I don't know if you guys have done it yet, where you type in any number at all. The John Jones thing, right there. Yeah, my wife told me. You type in. You type in, and I did it last night for for 35 minutes. 
any number, any, any number, number. At all. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it brings you to a news article or something about COVID, like any number at all, like six, 625 new cases and put the new cases behind it. And it, and it has a bunch of stuff that populates any number at all, like, like from three to from I, three, three, four numbers. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? There's some weird shit going on, dude. It is. It's deeper than just trying to protect the people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, I once I don't trust the statistics. I got a buddy that's a doctor. His brother um, is a doctor, and I trust the guy. He told me that in the hospital, a guy could die of a fucking in a car accident, but if he got tested and he had COVID, it would be listed COVID. as a COVID death. So I mean, once I don't trust the statistics, I don't trust anything. Well, not that, not only not only that. I, I read the CDC thing, and it said basically if there's a suspicion that they may have had it. You can still mark it down, and then there's a pay that happens. So, yeah. I mean, look, the thing's real, absolutely. I mean, so's the flu, so's you know, deaths in swimming right. pools. That's one of the biggest deaths we use. You got to be cautious, but at the end of the day, it's like, guys, we can't stop living, man. We can't yeah. stop living. Yeah, it's. But shady, hey, guys, man. I got to rock and roll. It was great talking to you. I'm glad we. Right, awesome having you on. Let's yep. get your guys right, on. Guys. Good to see Let's you. Do it. You, you. Let me know who you want. I like to get Josh on, man. You guys awesome, from Josh. Yes, awesome. Right, let's do it. Uriah, you said that last Later, time. I'm definitely gonna have men slide in your DMs. Okay, let's do it. Talk to you Peace, soon, brother. Thanks, man. Thank you, Uriah. We just had Josh Emmett on UFC Unfiltered the other day. Start, start. Oh yeah, where good, we good guy? Fuck yeah, man. We... I like how Dennis looks up like in the fucking Brady Bunch. You're looking up at the squares. <laughs> You're freaking me out, Dennis, with that. Well, my camera. Am I supposed to look down at you now and be like? Hey. I could I could do this, but then like my backdrop isn't as good. No, no, it's good, but it looks like you're actually looking up at the square, like in the Brady Bunch. That's my workout. That's Tell my me workout. it's too dark in here, man. But no, you're good. You know, I see the I'm background. Having a, I'm having a good time, man. Yeah, it's my fucking. That's should your, I blur it out? It's my goddamn bedroom. That's your unfiltered setup. Yeah. yeah, yeah so exactly, I, my bedroom. I have had, hey, so Matt, you've been like at work and stuff like that. People are like, Matt closed down his gym. I'm like, I guess. Yeah, it's weird, man. You know, my Levittown spot. Yeah. It's uh, it's a weird thing because, you know, you have the nostalgia of, of being there and, you yeah. know, everybody's, you know, but this is the thing. I opened up my school. I had a, my first school in 2001. That was, was Huntington? A, that was Levittown. That was East Meadow. That's okay. right down the block from the one that I shut down. So 2001. I've been there, I mean, that was a little 1,500-square-foot place. I moved over the Wantua Parkway to the one you've seen. I mean, that's after I opened up Huntington, and that was another a little bit bigger than my my East Meadow spot. And then I upstairs up and downstairs in Huntington? Well, at first, it was just an upstairs. Okay. So in 2001, had my first spot in East Meadow. Within six months, I opened up my second spot in Huntington. Then... I upgraded Huntington after I, I did so well with some of the fights. Which you know? one do you live closer to? I live right in the middle. I'd say Levittown a little bit closer. Because I look, okay. you know, yeah, I live a little bit closer than that. But um, so then I upgraded Huntington to a beautiful school. Uh, it was right next door to the school I had over there. And then I ended up lastly, up, 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 like 10 years ago, actually, uh, I I moved East Meadow right over the Wantua Parkway to the Levittown School, which just last week or, or July 1st is officially done. So listen, man, 
it's a weird thing. It's probably going to be a better thing in the long run or not even that long run. I mean, I don't need to be, I don't need to have two schools. I, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with one concentrating on, cause I know always noticed one school would suffer because yeah. one school becomes more the cool spot. And then the other school, I got to try to, you know, and trying to staff both schools. I mean, I've been doing it for so yeah. long that it's going to be a relief to put everything. Hey, listen, man, I got a, a 12,000 square foot, beautiful <laughs> academy. You've been to Huntington. It's a beautiful. Yeah. Well, I've been to so, both spots. Yeah, man. So Dude, like Levittown was like, for in my eyes was more of like the, on Tuesday nights around yeah. 6 p.m. It was going down. Everybody on Long Island who's a bad motherfucker just yeah. was there. Yeah. Well, now they're going to be in Huntington. So I can't really, you know, you ever see the end of, I, I like to do the analogy of Thor Ragnarok rock. You ever see that fucking thing? You ever I see that movie? I no? Where you, you know been, that? man? What are you guys, fucking yeah. grown-ups? Who am I talking to? Yeah, can you fill in for me? But I anyway, I, 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 listen, I, you guys, well, listen, you'll you'll follow me with this. It's a fun one if you're into that. Uh, even if you're not, it's a, it's a fun movie. But any, anyway, at the end, Thor's prep planet of Asgard is getting fucked up, blown up, all right? Yeah, you know, all the Asgardians are depressed. Ah, home. But actually, home is where the people are and whatnot. So that's kind of the message. If you had a boo button, I'd press it now. No, I'm kidding. But listen, that's so. I mean, listen, my people, they're going to be with me. When I was training, when I was coming up on the Henzo Gracie, we went from his original academy, which was a nice academy with his partner, Craig Kukuk, to a place in a kung fu place that we had to put down the folding mats between their fucking yeah. staff, fucking training and everything, and pick them up when we're done. We were above a methadone clinic. I went where Henzo went. So, yeah. You know, I'll be fine, dude. Yeah. I, just think, I just didn't see paying that nut every month where it's yeah. like, all right, we'll work with you. You can pay this off over 24 months, but you still owe us $30,000. And I'm not even allowed to be in the build, building. So yeah. it's like, fuck that, man. Because now that guy's getting, that guy's an idiot. Because now he's getting $0. Nobody's going to fill that spot for a minute. Yeah. Who knows how long? You know what, man? It's something. He's an I'm, idiot. He's a greedy. You know what? He's probably like Matt Sari. He's got so much money. Let me yeah. I mean, just keep. He's an idiot. I like how people confuse me with Dana White in that sense. They see me <laughs> on the show with him, and they think I'm the guy. With the well, list. that's what people think. People think yeah. I have a lot of money. I'm like, dude. No, nah, man. Listen, my is high. I we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, you know, work with what we got. Yeah. You know, I don't want to complain too much. That shit really bothered me. It's bothering me that we're not able to open up like in New York. I really do think it's like political shit. I do. 100%. Yeah, and, uh, yeah 100%. If they're going to be looking, that's another thing I thought about. Like, all right, let's see these motherfuckers are looking just to push this to the elections and like to after the elections or something. And then, then what? Now I'm not, I'm going to owe this guy $80,000. I'm not, allowed to, you know what I mean? So it was a decision I had to make fucking fast. Yeah. And, and, and what, another thing that made me make that decision was, let's say we reopen. Now these motherfuckers closed this down once. It never happened before in history. Do they think they could do this again when the next fucking killer hornets come out next or whatever the yeah. fuck comes out? You know what I mean? Oh, stay indoors. You, you have to. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. I don't, I, it's scary times, man. It's like, like a bad well, I mean, thing. When it first hit and was, you know, very real and work, like for me at work was like a sketchy thing. I was like, okay, let me, I was, I, you know, I still clean my hands a lot, but I was like hyper cleaning my yeah. hands, you know, wearing the mask and like just in my head, like I'm an athlete. I, you know, I've got good cardio. Like 
I'm like the last guy that's going to hit. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because some guys it hits hard. Some people it doesn't hit that hard. So it's a fucking weird thing going on. Like, like but my- the most people, I don't know, man. If you look at the statistics, first of all, I don't believe the statistics after from that, from that story I just told you. But like, if you look at the statistics of car crashes, dude, you're not going to go near a fucking car. We got to live our lives, man. We got to live our fucking lives. Most people, what is it, 99.6 or whatever it is, surviving it? Come on, man. It's usually not attacking kids. The flu kills kids. I'm not, you know, it's a weird thing. You don't want to be insensitive because I know my wife lost her aunt. Her aunt also was 90 years old, smoked cigarettes. So it's like, yeah, the fuck, man, you know? Anything that gotten her was going to, you know. I mean, that's that's a good run. So if it takes out, I mean, Italy got hit hard, but, you know, who was it in Italy? You know, and everybody points out the one case of a young guy that had it. And Well, Italy's like know, the man. oldest. Italy has like the oldest per capita. Italy's like one of the oldest countries age-wise. Yeah. So. Well, there you go, man. Because yeah. uh, Is it, is it too dark in here? Tell me the truth. I can put the light on. What'd you say, Menace? You're too, go ahead. I was going to say, is it too dark in here? No. <laughs> All right, you're cool. All right, just making sure. No. Yeah, I mean. What are you sipping on there, Matt? Uh, what is this? A fucking some kind of German beer. Oh, right okay. Oh, we're gonna take Matt, okay. we're gonna take care of you. Matt, we're gonna Listen, take man. Have you ever been yeah. to Great South Bay, Matt? It's a brewery in Bay Shore. Nah, dude, I'm not a huge beer guy, but I'll tell you, that's the one thing the quarantine's been a couple of things it 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 got me doing is being I've been Drinking like a, I'm not a, never been a beer drinker, but I've been having at least a, one or two a day, so that's nice. And I've been bike riding, which I don't normally do, but oh. I do that with the family. Now, Longo's trying to get a bike. You can't even get a bike on Long I, Island. Yo, I've been trying to get a bike. Menace bought a bike. He's like, "Come bike ride." I don't got a bike. I can't buy a bike. It's, oh, listen, it's fun. Uh, Matt, I What's bought up? a bike off one of your students. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you his name. I'll tell you his. I I can't think of it off, but. This guy was selling a bike, uh, so I bought like a like a three thousand dollar bike, but I bought it used for sixteen hundred dollars, and I so I oh, hit shit. the guy up on Let's Go on Let Go, yeah, and right, right away he's like, I know you, and I'm like, oh sick, <laughs> he's like, I'll give you fifty dollars off, so I'm like, all right, cool. So it turns out he's he's like, I know uh, Jason Rowe, and I was like, oh man, here we go. Who is he? Who is he? Did he take care. I'd of have him? to go on to my thing and find him. You know, well, well built dude. You know, okay. Uh, nice guy. Yeah. Did he do the right thing by you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. The, the bike's a you know a twenty nine hundred dollar bike. He gave it to me for sixteen hundred. What are you doing? You doing like well, I'm getting after it. on his Instagram? Are you hitting those trails? What are you doing? I'm I'm getting after it, man. Hey, on Long Island's got some really serious trails. Yo, yeah, Matt, Matt yeah, go you got to go look at his last post. It, oh fuck off! <laughs> What'd you wipe out? No, no I hit this. I hit this jump, but like when you look at the video, it's like oh, sick jump! Dude. I got, but when I, you're I got like one jump, feet of air on that. It was wild. That's like sometimes when you're in it, it's different. Yes. And like yes. when I did the thing on the last looking for a fight with Dana, we had to jump off a cliff. It was only like thirty something feet up. Thirty. It wasn't too far. Yeah. Like when you're looking at it, it's like ah, that's. But when you're up there looking down, you're like, oh, yes, boy. Yes, yes, So fucking, you know, it's one of those things probably. Um, so so how, 
how'd you even get on looking with a fight with Dana? Like, I know obviously, you know, you guys are boys, but yeah, that was, that was great, man. I mean, I'm so, I'm really That's lucky. Going, in a sense. Right. Yeah. Dude, matter of fact, we, we, we're, I'm, I'm headed out to Abu Dhabi in like a couple of weeks. Okay. So we'll be doing the next one there. So that's going to be fun. I don't know. I don't know if that's supposed to be a surprise, but hey, surprise. Is, Listen, everybody's. Is Dean uh, going? Of course, Dean Thomas. Yeah. Me and Dean Thomas. You, the world needs our, our interracial bromance right now. Yes. Oh that's going to save the world. But, uh, dude, no, I stepped in shit with that show. I'll tell you. It was Dana called me up and it was supposed to be. And the premise was, you know, they were going to follow him around. And each, you know, the same thing it was now where we, people don't know what Dana White looking for a fight is. It's, it's us, me, Dana, and our, and, and Dean Thomas. And, and we go to, you know, different states or even countries with yeah. Mexico and, and we look for upcoming fighters at smaller events. And when we do that, we hit the restaurants and the, we do a wacky activity from bull riding to stand up comedy in LA to dog yeah. sledding in Alaska. So that's sh- swimming with fucking sharks, jumping off cliffs. So I don't know. It's, You're it's perfect really for that show. What's that? You're perfect for that show. But it's funny, man, Dennis. When I when they first asked me to do it, that was the premise. But he goes each time he was going to bring a different fighter. Okay, so I was going to be just for the pilot to try to you know bring it around. Oh. So I did that show, and when I did it, I got into an argument on the pilot with some goofy fucking ring announcer and I ended up cursing again and it was funny because right we, we were with Amanda Holyfield who's a real religious guy and the producer this little guy Rory he's like look whatever you do he's like don't 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 curse you know Evander, you know, Mr. Holyfield's very religious he doesn't like you know found language or whatever <laughs> you know I'm from so dude so then it, <laughs> it ended up whatever man there was a fight and this announcer was Supposed to be, you know, you're the end. It's almost like Bruce Buffer out yelling shit when the fight's going on. So the guy was yelling shit, and we had, we got into an altercation of a, a verbal, a verbal, a verbal uh, altercation there, and uh, and I ended up, you know, dropping some f bombs and shit. So it's funny. So I went up to the producer afterwards, and he's got a slight, a very slight lisp. And uh, I go, "Hey, Rory, man, I go, look, dude, I'm, I'm sorry about that in front of Amanda." He goes, Matt, are you kidding me? That was TV gold. I was fucking, so I knew I was in. After that, they, they kept me on the whole fucking thing. So. Gian slid on the one. I was like. Gian slid on the one because Dean couldn't make it. Yeah. And ever since then, we threatened Dean Thomas with his job. Saying <laughs> that, you know, Gian, Gian's very, very good. Uh, he's at the, he's entertaining. And then, and we get the, we get the women's vote. We get the women's uh, viewers. Demographic, oh, I love. Even Matt, though he's the newly, you know, has a kid and he's right. settled down the now. Thing but. Is, Matt, when you stick, like when you think about Gian as a whole, you're like, man, handsome guy, like funny, charismatic, big, strong. And then when you actually look at him and you dissect him, you're like, his face is kind of bit beat up. <laughs> he's a little heavier. He's not ripped. Well, he's never been. He's always been chubby. He's got the mouthpiece and the personality. Yeah, I know. He makes you, but when you sit there and dissect it, you know, he stopped He stopped answering my texts. Why? You've been breaking his balls? I mean, no. Look, we had him on the show one time. It was awesome. He's like, I'll come on every week. I'll tell you about movies. We're like, sick. We'll have like uh, a movie buff. He yeah. was, you know, he, he was supposed you. to be our movie review. 
I love and, movies. Uh, I don't know. We're just, uh, you know, he moved up to heavyweight, and that, that was it, I guess. I don't know. Well, listen, it's a life change, man. He's got a yeah. kid now and everything else, which is great, yeah. you know? So that, that's that's changing, you know? But I like that he's getting older, where I remember he it feels like it. yesterday. Feel. It feels like yesterday that he was breaking my balls when I was I was getting ready for the Frank Trigg fight. I was 35 years old. And he, I remember being like, oh, man, I don't even know how to – How's it feel to be that old? And you don't look at yourself like you're that old when you're actually like, again, this is, I still feel like I'm a fucking kid, but that was 35. So I'm like, yeah. how do you now, Dennis? How old are you? 33. Well, there you go. Like in a couple of years, it's like the guy breaking your body. You're like, wait a yeah. minute, man. And so now he's got at least, be at least 34. He's something. 34 now, Volante. Oh, well, there you go. That old Whoa, fuck. whoa. He's about to be 35 in August. Well, I mean, listen. I listen. It's the circle of life, like the Lion King. It's going to happen to everybody. Oh, you can't wait, right? To be like, well, how's it feel to be thirty-five? Well, no, he's then he'll point out that I'm forty-six, which is fucking hysterical. Yeah, but you, you know, yeah, you listen. Like, well, hang on, I was a UFC champion at one point. Yeah, I listen. <laughs> I am. I'm definitely secure with being forty-six and playing video games and whatnot. What games so, do you play? I am now. Listen. I'm not on here to brag. Okay. 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 I, I just briefly touched about when I brought up getting ready for that Frank Trick fight, I wasn't talking about me knocking him out. I was just saying that I was getting ready for that fight. <laughs> I did I, I fucking knocked him out. Listen, I always like it's almost like but my point is this. In and my wife makes fun of me. I am ranked number twelve in the world in standout battle royale in Stop. In VR. Oh, dude. Kamora Savage. It's That's my avatar. <laughs> is wow. this Kamora Savage? Wow. I'm fucking... Dude. I wore this shirt because we were having you on the show. I like it. I fucking love it. You got me. You got Uriah. Fuck. You got all short, dangerous people on, including yourself. Yeah. Fucking great. All three of us. He's not dangerous. But, but let, uh, dude, um, what a good game. You, it's basically you ever played PUBG? I, I, I never played it. Yes, but, but that's basically what they say it is. But I jump out of a plane. You go. Oh, me and Stan play. Me and Stan play. No VR though. Play? We don't play VR, man. We don't play VR though. Oh well, dude. I don't know. Ever since I play VR, I can't play. I don't play. I'm not a video game snob. I'll play an Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I used to love Call of Duty and stuff. But yes. once I got that fucking thing and I put that on and I'm fucking, I look like a psychopath, you know? My wife, Maybe. it's always good. You know when it's good? When my wife and the kids are, they're watching their fucking Who Could Dance With What and the fucking right. Mass Singer. So I'll be, I'll be with them in the room. You I'll have an hour where we're like, all right, you guys good over here? Yeah, man. And I'll, I'll pop up and I'll be like, oh, that's her behind the fucking chicken. And I'll go back. I'll murk. And, uh, it's fun as hell. What a fun game. Oh you know? Come on, man. You no. drop because you're seeing everything, man. Like, my, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you, know, you guys play VR at all? Or no. no. Uh, I, I put on a few. Not the PlayStation I, bullshit. I'm talking about, like, Vive or Oculus Rift, that kind of I've shit. I tried the Oculus Rift where you had those two little things. Yeah. I don't – I yeah. Hofstra, one of the – the assistant coaches brought it in, hooked it up to his computer – Set it up. Dude, I was like kind of sweating after my session. How did I get sweaty for sure? Yeah. I'm usually with my shirt off. Sometimes my wife would come over and hit me in my nuts and shit. But anyway, <laughs> you know, she's like, you're such a nerd. I go, because, you know, I'm in there. Yeah. And I'm, you know, 
Listen, and it is funny because one, the people on there, a lot of them is they're not young kids. They're fucking you know, you end up knowing everybody. You get to know yeah. the people on there. This hey, the best girl on there, number one, this girl Vinny is this French girl from fucking France over there. Now, do they know who you are? Yeah, they uh, the, the main players do it. They end up because we end up bullshitting. My yeah. my agent, you ever, play, you ever watch the movie uh, Ready Player One? Yes, great it's a movie, movie. Right? great fucking movie. It's a book too. Yeah. People, people with the book, like ah, oh, it's not as good as the book, the movie. But I love the movie. I loved it. It's about VR and whatever. It's like a Steven yeah. Spielberg type, Robin Zemeckis type shit. But like um, a lot of nostalgia in there from the eighties and stuff. But uh, what the fuck was my point? What were we up to? All I know is Volante got fired. Matt Serra's our new movie critic. I feel like oh, I'll talk movies. Guy. Oh, I'll talk movies all day long. Oh, yeah, but my guy, this kid Genova, I say kid, he's like 32 or whatever it is. He lives, <laughs> he's, he's a musician from Boston. He's like my age. He's like when the kid age got his best friend that's in the fucking thing. So I meet up with that guy. One time my wife's like, Who are you talking to? I you have put on the thing. Number. Like you have their you have their phone number. Oh like, no, yeah, yeah. Genova's actually I actually, yeah, now I actually became friends with the guy. I'll text that's not even his first name, that's the name of his band. <laughs> but listen, when I'm in there, they don't call me Matt or Sarah. They call me Savage or Kimura. Yeah. But uh, I do it all the top 10. I'm actually down there. I'm up to top 12. Right? I'm on 12 now, which is crazy. It's just, it's a fun fucking game. Are you twitching? Can people game. watch you play? I got to get on Twitch. I was going to ask you about that. Nice I got to do it. I, I got to fucking do it, man. So here, I'm wait, wait, wait. Anyway. Matt, we have you for a few more minutes at least, right? I'm hanging out, man. Let's kick me off. If you got someone else coming in, I'll jump no, off. No, no, Matt. No. We're staying with the legend. Can you give us some light? You're getting pretty dark over there. You know something? Hold on. Let me put this down soon. Oh, he hung up there. Oh, we lost him. Yeah, but he'll jump back in, I'm sure. Yeah. Or right there, I was like, give us light. Like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm hanging up on <laughs> Give you light? Fuck you. How about this light? <laughs> See you later. He was pretty dark there. I had to ask him. But we had him going. And even oh. uh, I want to segue into inviting him. I'm sure he'd be someone if he came to GSB. Rick will be like, yep, whatever whatever this guy wants. Yeah. Thousand, yeah. $1,000 bill comped. Yeah. And then uh, also, like, uh, if I get him hooked up with G Fuel, they'll. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah right there. If he, when he, if he pops back on, hopefully he pops back on. You tell him. I'll, I'll link you up with the guys. And they've worked with Volante. They've, I don't know if they ever worked video game aspect with Weidman, but they should have, because Weidman's killing it right now. He's like the the pro sports Madden champion or some shit right now. Really? Yeah, he's fucking really good. Well, back on? Yeah, we'll ask Matt about it. He, he probably knows. There we go. Better? Yes. So we have two, we have two Twitch hookups. Your boy Weidman's on Twitch. Yeah, man, I know. And I then, gotta, I gotta get, I really gotta do it, dude. Because I'm fucking on there anyway. That's well, yeah, like you're playing game. anyway, so why not make a couple bucks while doing it, or just like yeah, sell, dude, you know, promotion? You, hey, listen, you don't gotta tell. I'm with you, Dennis, and especially now, I could, I could use that extra cash. So I'm, I'm gonna do it. But it is funny. Do you ever see the movie Grandma's Boy? Of course. The best movie. Yeah, that is probably one of the best movies ever. Underrated, hidden gem. Way I call underrated. that a hidden. I seen that in the theater, me and my wife, and it was Man, in and out of it was theaters? it was in and out of theaters. I'm the only guy I know that's seen it in a fucking theater. 
You know? I didn't know it was in theaters. You know what's funny? Years later, because I seen that when it came out. I actually now I'm like friends with like friendly with is uh Nick Swartzen, the guy that was oh in there. Oh my god, I fucking love he's, that guy. He's, a, yeah, he's been guy. at the UFCs and Rogan introduced me to him one time, I think. So I now I you know, he's such a nice guy. And I love that guy, but I, I bring it up because in the movie, um, the main character works at the video game uh testing thing, uh place. They always make they make fun of him and they call him and he, the gray bush. And that guy was 36 years old. I got 10 years on that motherfucker. So I mean, it could be pathetic. My wife, my wife might be right. Black Cobra, just stand oh, around. There's big, oh, that's so fun. There's big money in video game streaming right now. Oh. I gotta, I gotta do it. I have to. You know what it is? I don't even know if I get a green screen right now. But I'm thinking I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I, I'm doing it. I'm, I, I said it. I almost don't want to talk about it because I talk about it on my podcast and now people are just going to think, ah, you're, you're bullshit. It's not that I'm bullshit. It's, just that, it's not that I'm lazy. It's just you're, that I'm, I got to fucking do it. All right. You're a big I'm deal. A lazy. I'm yeah. try and make calls. I'm going to try and make it so someone like comes to your house, they'll get on a computer, do it. Like, yeah, example, dude, I'm, that's the thing. This is like, so I got like, uh, you know, a little character, a sponsor. Me and oh, that's your, you do that for your Twitch? Yeah, this is like my backdrop here. Well, you I mean, yeah, I'm in my living room, though, when I do it, and it's going to be weird. I mean, eventually I'm going to do my basement. <laughs> but well, I got to I still, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to do it. I put so much, I play that shit so much, it makes no sense not to. Yeah. But, uh, you know. The only, actually, Matt, the one thing that's annoying is like, so you're playing People are typing things, and if you don't respond, they start getting like, well, like, hey, hey, like, pay attention to your chat. Like, dude, you I'm look about it, but you help people. How yeah. the fuck are you be reading what you're doing and fucking yeah. you know? I guess uh, they told me, like, with the VR, you look on your wrist and it comes up or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. My realm. I couldn't even. Yeah, but that's all I do. So I'm going to I'm gonna definitely do that. It, dude, so PS5's coming it's out. It's so satisfying. No, I'm sticking to my, my I have the Vive Pro. What is the HTC Vive Pro? Okay. And I'm sticking to that. Dude, it's just, I don't, and I try to play other games. Like there's some cool, and there's some cool shit. But I always go back to this one game because it's so yeah. much, because it's so simple. Dennis. It's like fucking kind of like Hunger Games. You drop 30 people out, and some of them bots, not all of them are humans, but there's usually at least fucking 10 to 15 or more or less, whatever, and some good players. So you got to find a weapon or weapons. You can get places to snipe. You can camp. You can fucking go out and just go nuts. It's strategic. I don't you know, man. Walk out an area that you can walk around in your room to do this, right? Yeah, I usually stand up or even sit down or stand up. Like a, but no, I don't, don't you I like with the controllers? Like, nah, you'll run into a fucking wall. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. Nah, I'm pretty standing still. But you are immersed in it because it's all you see. You know what I mean? I used to like playing video games with a big screen. So I'm like, oh, I feel yeah. like I'm now I really feel like I'm in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, now Stan, so so Stan's played with me a few times. Like I'm like middle of the pack of what? Like when I play games, like I'm like I'm not the very best. I'm not the worst. Sometimes I'm the best. Sometimes yeah. I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm in. You know, so yeah, it depends on the game. In VR, it's like your natural reactions. Where like me and you are superior athletes. I feel like. We have a little bit of an edge there. Whereas, like, these kids just got to be quick with their thumbs and they're getting crushed. 
it's fucking. I mean, listen, it's not like I'm. It's not like cardio day for me when I'm playing it, but it's fucking fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but you're natural. You're 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 you're. Yeah, fast dude. Well, listen, with the VR, like, let's say this is a controller. When I have this on and this, it looks like a hand. So, like, yeah. when I'm in here and I'm picking up something, you squeeze. You're actually picking it up. If you see somebody with a gun, you could go behind them, squeeze, take it out of that fucking hand, shoot them. How much? All right, so. What's the exact setup you have? How much do I have to? Because I've got everything else. I've got you just need the right computer. PS4. I've got uh, uh, the Ottoman Intel, whatever. I I would Google. I would just look up to get a a Vive or or an Oculus. Oculus. Or I heard the Index has something good. Can I play with you? Yes. Yes, you can. I play with a lot of guys on it. I heard Index is coming up with one from Steam or something. I don't know, but I heard. It's but, funny you're talking about this. Jimmy usually goes crazy. Nah, we're like a MMA video game podcast. Like we talk a lot oh, of video. Oh, yeah, nice. we talk a lot of video games here. Good, good. We man. drink, MMA we drink that. beer. We talk about life with fighters. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about fighting with people that don't fight. Mm. Okay. See what we did there? Yeah. No, I would love to get Nick Swartzen on. If I slide into his DM, you think he's going to answer? I do have the blue check, but. You do have the blue check, man. You never know. You know? I'm gonna try. Don't, don't drop my name. I don't want to be annoying. Oh. <laughs> hey, Matt told me you're going to come on. Or <laughs> or dropping your name, he'll go, Matt, Sarah, Dennis, me. there's two people that is going to fuck me up. I'm going to have to answer this. <laughs> How many days a week you do this? One. We're like you, dude. We're trying uh-huh. to be actually like you. We do two days a week. Yeah, oh, no, it, but we we joked when we had Dana yeah. on. We joked and we used Coke as the reference, but we use Dr Pepper here. You guys are Dr Pepper. We're Diet Dr Pepper. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, That's like what we're, we're like, so you're basically making a fat joke. You fuck. No, like, <laughs> so anyway, man. Whoa, yeah, they, 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 no, so they got. We're the diet. Hey, we're the diet. Uh, yeah, I I don't get the analogy, but listen to me. Do you guys ever see the 2002 movie e- Equilibrium? Equilibrium? I knew I'd get you guys. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen that. Who's in that? Who's the main guy? Uh, Batman. What's his name? Christian Bale. I'm telling you, it's interesting. It fell under the radar because they thought it was too much like uh, Matrix or whatever. Not bad. And it gets, it, I know, it gets you used I to know. the government controlling you because they're all at a certain time in the future. that Everybody stops. You see them all get their little gun out with the cartridge in it. They shoot their neck with a little Prozac yes. pill. And eventually one of these guys, and I do it. It's a, I can't even, it's such a, it's a I, I like a hidden movie. gem. Yeah. yeah I like finding, movie. I like finding movies that are like under the radar and it's like, Oh shit, that was good. Well, so, I mean, you watch, what's that fucking thing on Netflix about like the kind of the shit that's going to happen. Fuck. I'm drawing a blank right now. You're probably thinking of Black Mirror or something. Yes, exactly, Black Mirror. Yo, fuck, nah, fuck that shit. I watched Black <laughs> Summer. You ever watched Black Summer? I have Zombies, oh my, dude. That's a hidden one. You know, people didn't watch that. I don't know why. If you like, I, I stopped watching Walking Dead once. The, I don't Bye. know, also the people are dressing like zombies. I'm like, I go, fuck yourself. Yeah, but after the third episode, you got, you got, got that, dude. You know, fucking... Once Rick's kid dies and it's getting all depressing, and I'm like, so I don't know, it, it lost me. But this, if you like zombie shit, check out Black Summer. Holy fuck! Oh my okay. god! I'm gonna watch it as soon as I get off. 
Black Summer on Netflix. I recommend it. What else I recommend? What I got Longo into. Okay. And I got one of my black belts into. Uh, which black belt? Which black belt? Yeah. Oh, Maria Jose. It's a girl. <laughs> it's my only female black belt. But I got her watching it too. So it's good for guys and girls. Vikings. Did you ever watch Vikings? I was, I've been, I, Listen, it it I let it sit on it for a second. I'm like, I just, there's seasons Listen, of it, right? There's six seasons. I might watch it again with my wife because I didn't, she didn't watch it. And I got shit for that. But hey, man, I got I gotta go. You, hang on, you know my manager Ryan Parsons, right? Yeah, he was telling me like, yo, before you're like my last fight is like, start watching the show. You will fucking annihilate people. It's a, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a deep show though. It's good, man. A lot of just betrayals and a lot of just about belief and it's different, good, cool characters. I mean, it got overshadowed because of fucking Game of Thrones. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's, it was, I, I just and it, it was on the History Channel. It looks like a Game of Thrones right. type show. Yeah, but it, it, it's so good. It's and it's not like bullshit. It's more based on real shit with the um, the Saxons versus the fucking uh, Vikings versus the, in Wessex, and it's like it's like based on like real history and shit. But it's it's fucking cool, man. What a great series. I like getting turned on to like new series and stuff, you know. Especially being a married dude, so you know what I mean. We got to watch some fucking. No, I mean, so I'm I'm not married. I don't think Stan's ever getting married. Do you have any like tips for us for marriage? Well, I just had my third. I was just married. Uh, my May 25th was 13 years. Wow, and I got three kids, and uh, I mean, I, you got to be very compatible. That's what it has to be, man. It can't be just, you know, I don't know, man. I, I yeah, I mean. My wife don't annoy me really. You know what I mean? I mean, you you know, you're always going to have some shit here and there. I would always say it's not how much you fight, but how quick you make up type of thing. Like I very rarely go to bed angry or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. other people, there's other relationships I see and I'm like, yo, fuck man. They don't even like each other. Though. You know what I mean? Like, get me out of my kid. Now, now, so like on, on, on some, some real shit though, like you're a complete stud. The chances of your wife finding somebody that's achieved more than you is like... I feel pretty good about being a Hall of Fame. That's what I tell her, you know. She makes fun of me with the fuck, you're such a nerd. Well, yeah, that, I'm like, you, I'm a goddamn, like, I'm a goddamn Hall of Famer. I can do what I like. If your wife <laughs> right? worshipped you, if your wife worshipped you and everything you did, you'd be like... See, let me see. You see what's going on? Yeah, I guess you can't really see. No, we can see that. You, you get the idea. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Listen, hey... I'm 46. My wife's 36. Uh, I've dated her. I've been with her for like half a life. That's a stand move. Yeah, I've been with her for a long time. You know what I mean? But uh, no, we get along good, man. My wife too is an, is, is an amazing person. At 36 years old, just before this all went down, uh, she had a kickboxing match. She never did anything. She used to get rid of the baby weight or whatever by doing some kickboxing. Yeah. With one of Ray Longo's old students, this girl, Carol Colombo who used to fight for Longo 20 years ago. I know this girl so long. So she ended up like doing a thing for just women's only at my, at the Levittown school. So my wife would go to that women's only class for the kickboxing. Then she wanted to do private lessons with Carol. And next thing you know, you know, and she never, she never did any kind of high school sports, never competed in anything. At 36 years old, you know, Lou Neglia puts on the events, uh, combat at the Capital. She had a kickboxing match there and she won. And it was cool, man. You know what I mean? And you so, were seeing her at the time or married to her at the time? 
No, this or, was when she was 36 years old. Yeah, this is just this was last year, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah, yeah. I've been with her since she's 18. <laughs> wow, okay. We've been together a long time. So, yeah, man. So, at 36, she took a fight. And that's fucking, I think that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. That's and, awesome. and she, you know, you know, the Capital is, it's a real fighting environment. Whether it's yeah. an amateur, you know, she fought another girl around her age, whatever, first time fight, but. It's more of getting in there, never competing in your life, and you get underneath those lights. Longo said himself, he pointed out some guys that I knew from the gym that were good. I see them sparring, and he go, look, just, to, you know, he named a certain guy. He goes, that guy, you know, he up in the locker and wouldn't fight. Wouldn't fight. He said, oh, no, my, my stomach doesn't feel good. I, so you know what it's like, Dennis. So to get in front there and fight, that's something else, man. The walk, so the walk is something else. And you know, I, I you know, I worked a corner with Carol, and I had my kids in the front row with my father-in-law. So my kids never got to see me fight, but they saw my wife fight. So it's funny. So you, you know, you said three kids. What are you working with? Boys, I girls? Three, no, all girls, all girls. Three girls: right. eleven, nine, and seven. Six. Oh. Wait, no, seven. Fuck, she just turned seven. Now, but, what's 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 the saying? Like a dog has girls, or only a real man has girls. There's a few. Yeah, they, they they say that you know it's a way of you know you know the powers that be getting back with you the god you know <laughs> you know I <laughs> I listen I broke I'm not gonna lie to you man I broke some hearts but <laughs> you know my wife's always be like I changed you I'm like all right yeah you know you got the yeah, prize hey hey yeah, yeah. <laughs> you two know? kickboxing fight and you and, know yeah and this guy yeah. and, and number twelve in the world in standout battle royale. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, proud of that shit. Hang on. Let's go. The worst on. is the worst is though, like if someone was a dick on there and I fucking you know, they get salty after I take them out when I try to say GG. You know the what GG's the what you uh, say. Good game. GG. Yeah. Hey man, GG. Oh fuck you or something. Like, yeah, man, right, yeah. Before they fade away, their Pixar Bible body fades away. My wife sees me, yeah, she sees me shooting them. Yeah, come on, savage, bitches! Come on, savage! And she's just like, what the fuck? 46 years old. And I'm like, ah, fucking victory, man. Fucking victory. How much is it? off to me. They want to see that in Twitch. I fucking lose my shit. One million percent. Savage, bitches. That's who you're fucking with. Remember the name. My wife's like, what are you saying? (laughs) I go, I know. I'm having fun. 13. (laughs) No, no, no. Definitely with an adult. The kids, I just teabagged. I'm like, <laughs> they, they, people are still teabagging in that thing. Me and Stan are playing the video games, and you know, we got some kid like, dude, shouldn't you be like, they have school tomorrow? Yeah. And the kids crushing us. Like, nah, it's funny. I end up, I end up knowing most of the people that are playing on this fucking thing. Maybe because it's not as big as a lot of PC games. Yeah. It's, not, it's you know, so you know, all I know is. They see that kill feed and they see Kamora Savage taking out fucking chicken eater or whatever the fuck else it is. Oh my they god. Know they're in, they know they're in for a fucking game. They they taking their fucking boots. What uh so what would an Oculus run me now? Because I remember back in the day, oh, this might go back like three, four years, like when the Oculus was out, right? Yeah. I had this thing for a couple of years now, right? Uh, I upgraded to the Vive Pro. I had the Vive first. My wife was in Florida and her cousin's like a computer guy. So she goes, look, I'm ordering this for you. You're going to like this. Because she knew I like my my Xbox. Right? Yeah. 
So I told her she created this fucking monster. Ah. So she got me, and there was some cool games. I'm like, wow, this is really. I started with a game called Onward, which was cool. It's, it, but it's like you got to work with a team, and and fucking there's some some sometimes you got to hold off until the chopper comes, and if a buddy gets shot, you can revive him and run to it. It's fucking cool. Uh but when I found this game, I just I was all in. You know, what I, mean? uh, I just have to listen. I, I'm about having fun. I don't want to be annoyed in the fucking game and yeah, try to spend an hour trying to contr- learn how to fucking move and uh, man so i'm sure you've seen the like the new shit they potentially have coming out with like i've seen this guy like he's actually holding a gun there's this like bowl that he can run in in any direction yeah i saw that my knees are shot bro oh i'm good for video games and jujitsu man i could roll i could roll better than i could walk right now then it's my fucking knees fucking blow it is funny because I got bad arthritis in the knees. I know that sounds like an old person thing, but what the fuck? You know, it's wear and tear. So I got no cartilage right. in my knees. So even my kids lately been calling me a fucking zombie. <laughs> Not fucking, oh, here comes the zombie to hear me walking on the fucking thing. But uh, I could still roll though, man. I actually rolled today. I felt fucking excellent, especially with the geek because it slows shit down a little bit. Oh, for sure, yeah. man. I, I'm, you know what? Because like, so, so I retired. I, I started, you know, I'm a lineman now. Dude, I'm like 185 pounds maybe right now. Yeah, but you hold it well. You don't got to. Yeah, but like, Matt, you know what you once looked like? Yeah. And like who you are now, you're like, fuck. Yeah, I'm, I got a little quarantine belly now probably, you know what I mean? But like I, for I, me, I feel powerful though. As I, long as I could roll, as long as I could do my jujitsu, because I'll tell you right now, this was the longest, even at my fattest, I'd still do something. So... This three months was probably the longest I ever did without actually strangling somebody. Yeah. So I just started going up again like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, actually, last week. It felt fucking, it felt fucking great, man. I, I, I need to, dude, you need that shit for your mental health. Yeah, that's, I mean, what, that's what I'm at now. Like, I, Matt, I'm like, man. Because, you know, like I just said, I'm 33 years old. I'm definitely not, I can still compete with the best of them. I just don't want to get punched in the face anymore and have like a judge be like, well, yeah. this guy, won, you're getting half your money. You know, I'm just like, fuck sometimes, off. It's, sometimes it's not about, you know, if you could compete with them. I mean, listen, I'm telling you, I can hardly walk. I still think I could kick more fucking anybody's ass. <laughs> I, I'm nuts. But, you know, you but because you're not, because you still is, as a fighter, you feel like you could still do that. But the point is like, you know, when I, I knew for me, you just know when it's time to walk away. And it's good you walked away on top. I remember when you walked away off a victory. Yeah. Nobody does that. Very rare that people do that. Yeah. I got my face. It looks like I, I, it looks like I fucking played patty cake with fucking Edward Scissorhands when I fucking, Chris Lytle cut me up. I had, a, I had a fucking headbutt over here, which was like a bunch of stitches. And that was my last fight. And it was a fun fight. But then I remember like people like, like, like I, I hear somebody saying they want to fight me or something, and in the past, if I ever heard that, it would it would spark something in me where I would just want to destroy the guy. And I remember hearing that, and I remember literally, I was about to walk out the door and go to the park with my kid, and uh, I just said I didn't give a fuck that the guy was. Yeah. So once I knew that, I was like, ah, maybe you know, it's time to get the fuck out. You know? Yeah, because I, you know, I was watching, you know, I passed Alex Volkanovski a few times in some hallways, and like. 
I was watching some newcomers come on. I was like, tell you what, don't really want to fight that guy. Yes, it, it, you know? You know what? You've done it. I mean, you had a bunch of fights, man. Well, I, I, you know, 10 years worth of fighting. And, you know, what we... Eight in the and, UFC? Yeah, I mean, you think of that, and you think, like, all right, am I really... Am I going to... Are these next how many paydays going to be... Uh, is that going to be letting me, like, retire on that payday or whatnot? Probably not, you know? Yeah. So... You're smart with what you're doing. Well, the way and, and, you know, now I'm in PSEG. There's the pension plan. There, you know, I got in a pretty like you know, when I'm 60, I could be like chilling. Smart, no, dude. It's listen, you know, that's what I, that's I one watch. Thing. I watch your guys. I watch you know, Al Jermaine and and Al like crushing. I'm like, man. Yeah. I had some real battles with those guys. Those guys are doing yeah, man. really. Really good now, you know. Oh, I'm like, so happy for that man. Oh man, man so am I. Aljo, Aljo did so amazing. Uh, Aljo just looked crushed him. And Corey Sanders, Al- Aljo's the uncrowned champion right now. Yeah, Aljo's really. You know what I, I love about it is when you see the whole the whole journey. Like Aljo had some up and downs, and yeah, and a couple of fights in a row where you know, and then when you see them like at their not weakest. Physically, but like just broken down if they're a heartbreaking loss and uncertain of things. And then to come back and beat an undefeated fighter and then beat another guy that's, you know, coming up and then take out some legends. And then just, I mean, look, I mean, and Aljo deserve, listen, everybody, all my, I'm, I, I love all my guys, you know, but this was very weird times, man. Like, especially with me and Ray not able to get out there. And yeah, it was just a weird, a weird vibe. And, and and Ray Janelle, you know, he took up the the mantle, and he he was the head corner, and the way they all banded together. I'll tell you right now, race all this thing with the the, the fucking racial tension. They should, take, I mean, insane martial martial arts schools in general. But you take one look at our team, and there's so much love there. I mean, you, I mean, it doesn't get much more diverse than us too. There's so many different, you know, uh, from Aljo to Raging Al. To uh, to uh, uh, Marab from Georgia, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just been saying it, and I was kind of like, Stan, where are you going with this?" He's like, "With all this racism, like one place that racism doesn't exist is in like MMA or combat sports, where like you get your ass beat by somebody's like, you're not like I got my ass beat because he's black or because he's white, because like, yo, that dude's a bad motherfucker. Like respect. Yeah. That's such a a place where." You could be green, and if you're a fucking Bro, an animal, you're an animal. Combat sports, racism does not exist. The old school mm. boxing gyms, even modern day boxing gyms, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, it doesn't really exist. You, you go with everyone. There. Yeah, you, gotta, you get humbled, and you experience all these different races, and you become friends with them. So you're like, oh, no, I'm friends with the Puerto Rican kid. I'm friends with the black kid. I'm friends with the... Russian kid. I'm friends with an, you know, work together to get better. I feel, I feel the media tries to separate people and I feel the, I don't, I don't, I, I, people got personal agendas and I don't like the politics and I just, you know, I don't feel they're definitely trying to put people to bring people together. I really don't, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a, it's a weird, very strange time, you know, but one of the things I miss most about my schools now school is, the atmosphere, you know what I mean? It's a place. Yeah. Where, I mean, we, you know, I got cops going with guys that are, you know, 
maybe, you know, not cops and, you know, different types of people. And, you know, it's just, you know, there's no bullshit, man. I yeah. tell people right away, I don't want no religion, no politics in this place. You know what yeah. I mean? And like when you were growing up, like in school, like there was fist fight, like where, what school did you grow up in? Uh, I went to uh, East Meadow High School. And that was yeah. black and white, mostly white or? Yeah, it was mostly white. Mitchell Manor was the army base, which brought, you know, it was a bunch of different types of, uh, yeah. you know, um, all different types of people there, you know. But I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like you're, I don't know. Like my dad used to say, like he grew up in it. Like, so he went to Huntington or what's, uh, Walt Whitman. Yeah. That's and, that Walt uh, Whitman is right near my Huntington school. You know? Yeah. There, he, you know, there'd be dudes waiting for you. Like once you got your lunch money, like give me your money. Yeah. And there was guys that stood up for themselves and they didn't fuck with them. It didn't matter what color they were. And there were guys that'd be like, uh, Okay, here. And like they took their money. Yeah. Oh, it's, no, it's, I, yeah, listen, bullies are all different. Right. Colors and, and races and whatever else. An asshole's an asshole. You know, I right. judge people by the content of their character. I don't give a fuck, you know, what color they are, you know. And uh I think I think more people are like that than, than the other way. You know what I mean? I just, so it's it's just, like, so I me and Stan have been talking, you know, like I just it's with the what everyone wants. It's like attention, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and then I, you can punch I think, lot, I think listen, I think I think a lot of this shit is fucking just political. Everything right now, I really do. I think that uh, whatever they got to do to get Donald Trump out of the office, they're going to try to keep the economy fucked up, and then who knows? You know, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not a conspiracy guy. I just don't. I don't trust any motherfuckers. Once I don't trust the statistics on the COVID thing, right. and they don't give a fuck about small businesses, they don't give a shit. It makes, like I said before, it makes no sense that I would have to Amazon. be saying, you're not allowing me in there, but I got to pay for that. Like, how? why? Because the landlord's got to pay the bank? How come you're not doing something with the bank? How come everything is not on pause until shit gets up again? Why? Why are we getting fucked? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, so it's a weird, it's just a strange time. I don't, you know, sometimes in life, like in jujitsu, you take a couple steps back to take a whole bunch forward. So I'll know, yeah. I know I'll go forward, take a whole bunch forward. It's just, as far as opening up, I'm getting very antsy because I'm like, yo, this is fucking bullshit. There's a lot of hi hypocritical. Shit take on. temperatures, like, okay. Well, no, no, I already got, we got the thermometers ready, disinfecting the place, washing between. But, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to see, you know, you see people all together now and I'm not against any protests, but you can't be, it, it, it's a good thing and all, but it's, you know, if you're really trying to protect people, you're being very hypocritical, you know, you're being hypocrites. Right. Because you're saying, all right, no, thousands and thousands of you could do that because I don't want to upset anybody because I want votes and I want this and that, but uh, you still can't open up a, a small business and you can't. Right. Where you know, are those going to be? You're shaming 30. people. You're shaming people at the fucking beach. Three people on the beach. One getting uh, getting handcuffed and on the they're, they're, they're spending some time outside. And then you get all these people. Even if it's a just cause, is it for people's health? Because if it's for people's health, you know, a just cause is also burying yeah. somebody else's loved ones, and they're not allowed to do it. It's very. I'm telling you, it's all bullshit. It's all political. Yeah, you know. I, I love that, I love that one you know, meme where it's like it's like yeah. th thank God that the coronavirus doesn't spread at supermarkets. 
Home Depot, <laughs> Walmart, yeah. but I can't open I'm my not, gym. I'm not saying the protest of bullshit. I'm saying that it's very hypocritical that they allow they're 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 okay with that, even encourage it, but you know, no, no, we're not going to let you make a living. I don't want a fucking handout. I don't want no money from the government. Let me open my doors. If anybody, I'm guaranteed there's no 80 year olds training with me. If anybody wants to train with me, they'll train with me. If they don't, that's their prerogative. It is essential right now for law enforcement, especially to be training. Because yeah. everybody wants to attack a oh, cop. Man. You know, if every you, cop is out there, a blue belt, if every cop should be acquired to be a blue belt and they will have, I mean, I seen something terrible the other day on the side of a road where they were trying to restrain a guy. The guy got away, got to the car, and shot the both cops. It's yeah. like and they had him down, and he got away. Operator uh, was telling me how many, how they did a lot of tactical errors. But I mean, I'm looking at it as, you know, a, 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 just a, as a self defense situation. Or if I was in their boots, a, a situation. If I was in their shoes, and they could have simply controlled this guy. They had no idea. They never once. That's what jujitsu is, controlling yeah. an unwilling opponent and submitting them. And they had no clue. They're on his back. They're falling off. I'm like, it's like watching the two worst white belts in the, in the history. Bro, the perfect yeah. example. You did it to that guy in the restaurant. That's one of my favorite videos ever. With oh, one- there was a meme of that. That's there was a meme, meme of that. Yeah. No, that, oh, that's, yeah. that's another meme I've seen is they showed like the improper way and it was the guy kneeling on George this. Floyd's neck and then they showed you. You know, mounted double wrist control. Yeah. One yeah, hand, no, no, no. one hand, yeah. two wrists. Like, yeah, yeah no, yeah, that was, and that guy was, and that, listen, that, that, I'm actually so happy that that happened to that, in that situation there, because it really, I would much, it's more, it's way more important to me to equip somebody with those skills. And if any one of my students was in a situation where I was in front of their wife and kids, that guy would have embarrassed him if they don't. That yeah. guy didn't give a fuck. My wife and kids were there. Yeah. That guy, he's like, you got a problem, motherfucker, you. And he's taking the shirt off. If I imagine me getting my, I mean, maybe everybody, we'd all be scarred. I'd be, I, I mean, I couldn't look him in the face. They'd see their dad get their ass kicked by some drunk lunatic. Yeah. So I, you know, now I mean, I'm a fucking superhero. I took him that, but uh, no, but like, it's so funny. It, it's so second nature. I really had no time to think about it whatsoever. So when when the second that until you had control of them, then you're like, no. The second I grabbed them, it was just, it was, it was really like I'm so used to for over for half my life for 20 years, over 20 years, I'm used to controlling guys that know how to get out. I know guys that are athletic that trying to fuck me like a bull. I know I I know how to keep them out on the best of them. So it's yeah. very rarely that some sloppy drunks didn't get me off. So <laughs> it was very comical unless, you know, the only part was annoying is when the guy came over, the security guys tell me to get off him, but he wasn't interested. He wasn't about to go knee on belly and could, he was kind of just standing over. I'm like, look, it's all good now, but if I go to get up and this guy spits on me, hits my balls, I'm going to end up punching a guy. Nobody's hurt right now. Like, fucking yeah. get, I'm like, do you want to wait till you get your buddies here or something? Like, yeah. Are you ready? And he's like, yeah. He's like, get up. He looked like uh, John Candy from Wally World. Have you seen that fucking thing? <laughs> With no like, okay, get up. Look at you fat fuck. Help me out and, here. And you have police officers that train at your academy. Ton of them. I rolled one today. Officer yeah. Joe Riley in Suffolk County. Yeah. Now, they come back with awesome stories of like, hey, because you're jiu-jitsu. Oh, all the time. All the time. And I put myself like, look, 
I'm not a tall guy, but I don't, I, you know, I look a little bit like a little fucking Rottweiler. I have a fucking thick neck. I, I, I don't look like a pussy. So for this guy to start with me, this guy had the balls to do that. And the guy was around a little bit bigger than me. He wasn't a big guy, but I don't look like a pussy. So for this guy to do that to me, of course, he, it's not your, it's not what I tell my guys and I tell students that come in, my wife, else, it's not up to you when someone's looking for fucking trouble. I don't right. expect anybody in my class here to look for trouble. But it, it might come looking for you. And you can't be like, nah, I don't, you know, you could try to shy away, but you, when it does, you got to be able to take that shit out. And well, it looks for Stan all the time. What's that? It looks for Stan all the time. And I, well, yeah, well, why is that? Well, no, I don't know. Well, I mean, look at Stan. Look face. At Stan. Prison, prison mentality. He doesn't, like, he's got, you know, kind of a fat face. He's got doughy eyes. Like, he looks like little, you know. He had no scars on his face, pale skin, right? You kind of like, ah, this nah, guy. So, yeah. He looks like a big guy. Sometimes the bigger guys get messed with. You know? And yeah, I guess people size me up and they go, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I've been training since I was a little kid. And so, so, so Matt, so like he's come like, I'm like, hey, Stan, how's your weekend? Like, yeah, I had to beat up a dude. I'm like, what? Like, Stan, like you're over 30 years old. What do you mean you had to beat up a dude? How old are you, Stan? How old are I'm you? I'm 34. Oh, okay, you're a young man. So, so to back him I, up, so I try to walk away from every fight. People, just you should, keep, yeah. People just keep going at me. It's trouble. So I'm like, Stan, like bullshit. You're, you know, you're looking for a little bit, whatever. So like, another weekend happens. Like, yeah, how to beat up a guy? I'm like, dude, what is wrong? So then Stan's with me. Okay. We're at Venetian Beach, and like, me and Stan have this like chuckle, and some guys like. What the fuck are you la- laughing at? And I looked at the guy. I'm like, it, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to Stan. I had my back this guy. The fuck are you laughing at? And Stan goes like, and were oh, you indeed the- laughing at him? No, no not at all. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, so Stan's like, I'm just nothing That's with funny. you. I'm just laughing with my buddy. He goes, what the fuck are you laughing at? And I turn around. I'm like, hey, man, like, he didn't, this guy wanted in the worst. Like, I actually yeah. had to get in and be like, yo, guy, we're not laughing at you. At all. And this, I just grabbed Stan and walked away. So that's where me and Stan are different. Stan will stand there and be like, dude, wasn't wasn't laughing at you. Stan would have stayed there forever. Where was, where was that? Venetian Beach in, in well, Lindenhurst. What is that? What is Venetian? What is that beach? What that's is that? The beach in Lindenhurst. It's uh, like uh, oh, the Lindenhurst? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. You're in Lindenhurst? Of course you're going to get that. I would, <laughs> I've met enough guys from Lindenhurst where. You might as well go to the fucking crazy donkeys. That's still around. Oh no! That? That's on one ten, right? Oh, it was that was that what? was a douchebag. That's where it was douchebag heaven. I'm so happy I don't go to clubs or anything anymore. It's I now fucking, it's so unnecessary. It's now Trento, so, Trento on one ten. Used to be the crazy donkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's got the same fucking douchebags. Long <laughs> Island. Matt, I'll tell so you about my school. I have no Long Island douchebags. They don't yeah, last. Well, the thing is, the more well-trained you are, the more respect you have, right? Oh, man. I mean... It's your least talented guy that might get into a fight. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's 100% true. I mean, that's why that's why I was saying before, like before with uh, with the law enforcement also, it changes your, your, your confidence, your swagger, where yep. if you don't know, if, if you don't know how to defend yourself and something is, is starting to escalate, you're going to go to protect yourself any way possible. That's why they're going to be reaching a lot for the tasers and whatnot. Cause, oh my God, this guy's going to be, you know, when you're, when you've tapped out thousands of people and 
took how many rear naked chokes and maintained mount on guys and got the rear naked choke and got the hooks in and flattened them out. And you get that sensitivity of, of, of a guy who's been on the mat a while. Uh, you know, it, it just gives you a different confidence and it changes your swag, man. You know, where people will pick up on that, you know? So, and you could see like, like a dog, like you smell fear on people when they start to get all and guy, and then a fucking, an aggressive, aggressive fucking, not so good guy. They'll pick up on that shit. A bully, they'll smell that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And so. I would say jujitsu and combat sports are similar to riding a bike. Let's say you do it for two years straight and you're invested, and then yeah. you stop. It's gonna like you're you're not gonna forget how to hit a kimura. Like you may not be as sharp at it. But no, like, no, for sure. You're have that security. No, I mean, listen. And the, more, shit a little bit, the longer you, know? you do it, and the longer you do it. Like I couldn't tell you the wrong way out of mounts. Like I can, I couldn't get out on the wrong way on purpose. I yeah, it would be it would feel weird if I tried to throw somebody off mount. I wouldn't even think of that. Today, just today, I was going with a couple of my guys, like I was saying, and we were just doing uh, back when we had the geese on too, so it's even worse. Back, just back escapes. One guy is attacking two times. One guy's escaping two times. So there's three of us. I'll jump on my buddy. One guy's back. Look to finish him. He escapes, he escapes, I get him, cool. Jump on my other buddy. Now my other guy does it twice. So it's like a round robin thing, exhausting. Because you wouldn't, you know, I'm going with a black belt, a brown belt. And like just, especially with the gi, with the, it's, it is, there's such, such small transactions where any, you try to rush yourself out, you're getting strangled. So there's certain ways to control the arm and to get it over to get your, look him in the face. Now you got to make sure he's not mounting you and it, and it's, it's, it's more tiring than passing the guard and whatnot yeah. sometimes when you're going with the right type of guys. And it keeps you fucking sharp. You know what I mean? And I could do that, dude. I did that. I, did, I wrote today maybe 45 minutes. I'm fucking shot, man. And it was all positional training like I was just talking about. Like that yeah. type of thing. We did passing the guard twice. One guy passes twice. One guy works the guard twice. So, and it's good for me working in threes because while the other two guys are going, yeah, you get your breath a little bit, you know? But, uh, so I don't know, man. I like to do drills like that to stay sharp. And, you know, for real What's work. What's my boy Jason Rao up to? I just saw Jason today. Jason's a, a fucking, Jason is just so world-class, dude. Jason, he's such a great guy. Now, he's psyched, man. He's going to be with me in Huntington when we open up. Didn't he have knee surgery or something? That was a while ago. He just did a competition. He, uh, he got, he took the first guy's leg and the other guy got like a half a guard pass and, then was staying away from Jason. Jason's, you know what I mean? Like he's not, nobody's, Jason is so, so good. And he's such a good kid too. You know? Yeah. Good guy. But uh, he'll be teaching jujitsu for the rest of his life. He's one of those guys that's making it his life, you know? Yeah. It's different now, man. He's a killer. Like, and he doesn't want to, some guys, like back when I was coming up, it's, it was for fighting. And if you wanted to do the grappling too, it's cool. But, now guys can make a lot of money and living. Yeah, you can you can make fucking a week's or like a month's salary every weekend. I mean, just grappling. They don't have to even take yeah. a punch. You know, me, I was always, I was, I always preferred jujitsu for the fight. Like, I always yeah. wanted to fight either way. You know what I mean? I was a fighter before I even knew what jujitsu was. You know? Yeah. But uh, but I mean, I love the other shit too. But it's good nowadays where guys, if they don't want to ever get hit. I mean, look at a guy like Gordon Ryan, man. Gordon Ryan's making a lot of money submitting. Making what's, what's he making? 20, 30 grand? Every, uh, you know, I mean, that guy's, dude, he's submitting everybody's, he's going versus. So 
Well, then there's uh, who do we have on stand? Craig Jones. Craig Jones, oh, another phenomenal, phenomenal man. Yeah, no, it's wild. and 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 Jason trains with those guys, both those guys, a little bit, right? He gets down there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, of course. Jason goes and visits uh, the guys over the Danaher and the crew. You know, uh, it's nice to have that alliance. You know, I mean, I've been with Henzo yeah. since, he, since he arrived here, so. Yeah. You know, Luke, I remember, I remember, you know, like me and you have always been good buddies, you know, and, uh, and I met Henzo and I was like, Hey, I want to come down to your school and train. He's like, you're cool. Matt Sarah said, yeah. He's like, my, you know, my yeah. gym, your gym, you know, like, yeah, dude, Henzo's, Henzo's, Henzo's talk about legends. You see Henzo's fight at 51 years old. Yeah. When he fought. I mean, thought, uh, yeah, man, it's fucking beautiful, bro. The coronavirus might have put an axe in it, or maybe he's still gonna do it. We went to Henzo's gym, and we were like, "You're gonna fight again?" He's like, "Yep." And we were like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yep." I I wouldn't put and listen until he's. I wouldn't put anything. Uh, I wouldn't put anything past him with that because he's a true. You know, he's a fighter. And then when we're like, "Why are you gonna fight again?" He's like, "Cause I want to go to the rest of my family and say, see, 52 years old, I'm still doing it, still fucking." Dude, that last fight though was so beautiful, man. I mean, because it was so precise. Single leg, go to threaten the takedown. The guy has to expose the back or he's getting taken down. On the back, I call that the Henzo now with the leg body like body lock, straighten that leg across so he falls down, control the far shoulder, rear naked choke. So beautiful. So yeah. precise. Everyone does oh, that. Man, now. He shows he shows yeah. training of him doing that. Yes. He was showing, I think his cousin Daniel at the airport, I believe. I think it was him. But uh, listen, Henzo is always led by example. He was a guy that was never afraid to lose because he'd put it on the line. And, uh, you know, he deserves all the success, you know. And it's good, man. It's it, 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 it trickles down. Like the atmosphere that was at Henzo's, like I try to bring that, keep that at my school. And, you know, people helping people type of thing, you know. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, Henzo is amazing. He's one of the best dudes we've met doing. Oh, Menace knew him. I only met Henzo from doing the podcast when we went and interviewed him and whatnot. But I've always trained under his guise or known him in passing. What about the you, Stan? It you train? Yeah, it depends on who you ask. Oh, I'm asking you. No, it depends on who you ask. I'm a white belt to some people. I'm a black belt to other people. I'm a what? What belt? Well, who's the people that say you're a black belt? That uh, is looking like. <laughs> You can fuck with your friend a little bit. Come on, stay having fun. Who uh, says you're a black belt? I don't know. I want to know. Marco Scalval and Lee Rosenfeld. I'll be right back. One second. He's going to take a piss real quick. Dennis went to go take a, a piss. So, uh, you know Marco Scalval? I think so. I know Gal- Galval. Galval's, yeah. uh, Andrew. Not, I know Andrew. Galval. Not Andre. Marcos uh, was the one who was under Shaolin. Okay. New so, wait, did, they give, did they give you the belt or they didn't give you the belt? They gave me the belt, but I like almost. Black belt. Yeah. You know, you know. But the, did you get any belts before that? I got a purple belt, but you know that. What, what happened to brown belt? Oh, uh, you know the gym politics. You know it. Yeah, I do. I do. So, so what happened? Did you hop around? I I've always hopped around. I never really trained in the gi. And then okay. when I got promoted, it was almost like I can take this right now, and my actual teacher is never going to talk to me again. Well, where do you live? Uh, I live in Lindenhurst. Oh, you're still here. Yeah, so you trained out here in Long Island. I trained Long Island. I've been all over the place, but I trained Long Island. Yeah. I trained a little in California. I've trained in Florida. Okay. Yeah, I've been now all over. What, what do you have against the gi? Nothing. 
I was just always I was trying to be an MMA fighter my whole life. So I was always I'll into the you, MMA even, thing. Even for an MMA fighter, anybody who comes into my schools, uh, I have that uh, they can't take the gi off unless they get four stripes on their white belt. Yeah, I, I'm keeping it that way. I, I think the gi's the gi has so many per just just because it slows everything down. Where if a guy comes in, a dentist will probably go into any jujitsu school. And if you've never did jujitsu before, he'll be hard to hold down and guard for most people, unless he meets a better wrestler. So, you know, he'll, he'll do well. He'll end up tapping guys out, whatever it is. Uh, you put the gi on him, they'll be able to hold him down better. So now he's like, all right, I'm having a hard time getting up. Let me butterfly sweep. Let me, let me work my arm lots of triangles, three verses, up and overs to Kimura's, where normally he'd be like, ah, I'm just leaving. I'll just get the fuck up. I can get up. So it, it does have a purpose, I feel. You know what I mean? And let's say you're the guy on top. I'm trying to stand up in posture. If you're trying to mess my base without the gi, you could do it. You could do it. There's a lot of things you could do. You try to mess it with the gi, it's like somebody ripping a, a rope around your neck, trying to yank you from side to side. And it gives you that statue-like posture where you can just bring guys up with you. And I don't know. So then you yeah. take it off. It's like taking the handcuffs off. So I do think it has its purpose more than people just looking at it like, Oh, that's good for sport. No, it definitely has its purpose. And if you're a if you train in the gi for ten years and get your black belt, your ground game is fucking solid. Yeah, every you know, every yeah. area. Yeah. But Matt, like so Greg Deepasquale is oh he's he was trying to get me in gi throughout my whole MMA career. I was just like, you, you can understand that you only have a limited time yeah. or energy for training for he always wanted me to get in the gi like in the yeah. off season, if you will, in between fights. I think it's and then when we get a fight, you know, yeah. but I was just like, I just I don't fight with the gi, so I don't No, I hear you. It's but it's something it's fun. Like like yeah. right now I like it because it slows shit down. My my game, you could take the leg locks away a lot easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise they're all slippery to slide around you. You try to fucking get different escapes and stuff too, but it's definitely easier to control guys and get them off you with that. And yeah. uh, I don't, I don't get worm guardy with it. I don't get, I don't, I don't do one of those things where you got to address a guy and fucking. I'm not, I'm a simple motherfucker. I like to get cross sides to some certain strangles like that way. I like to be behind somebody. And everything I could do with a fucking North Face jacket, I could do with the gig. And that's what I treat it. I treat it like a fucking jacket from sweeps yeah. to strangles. But I don't go nuts with it. I still Kimura. I still mount. I look to pass, mount, finish. You know what I mean? And then yeah. that's the other funny thing is like, so in the gi, I know a handful of moves. I know like 10 gi moves really well. I don't know the other thousand that there are. Yeah, but man, I'll tell you right now, I am a fundamental. When I'm at my school, I'll probably teach more fundamentals classes, more beginners classes than I will advanced classes. I finished I finished some of my black belts with fucking Americanas still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, Plus, even, not even touching the gi. Yeah. And with or without, yeah, so I'm saying with or without the game, I might game my game doesn't change all that much. You know what I mean? So I love the fundamentals. I really <laughs> I do, but I don't, I don't close my mind to any of the new shit. You know? I don't know if, it, if it's like I don't know if I've had the honor or the torture of rolling with Matt Sarah. I don't think we rolled yet. I don't no, we've we, never had. What I'm saying, I don't no. know if it's the honor or the torture. I don't know. Nah, I don't know, buddy. But uh, listen, you're always welcome to come down, Dennis. Yeah, I know? appreciate it. Well, no, he just invited it's you for some torture. Up. No, we'll have fun. I saw your Kimura attacks. I love it. And, you know? and uh, I was like, hey, Stan, why don't we maybe attack this together? You know what's funny? Can I tell you something you're right fat. now? 
you know, Dennis, want to hear something funny? Yeah. One of your, one of your, it might have been your last fight. I'm not sure. When you, the, when, you, when you had the, the Kimura yes. and, you, and you went forward and you rolled over and still had it, right? Yeah, yeah listen. I know this. You, you probably forgot it. My forearms were juiced. I remember well, listen, that. I teach such a scenario that I swear to God, I thought, I actually, head, right? I, thought I thought I actually showed it to you. you I think you did. Dude, <laughs> listen, I thought, I, I don't, I'm not taking credit for it, but I remember after the fight, because you were visiting my school, and I definitely do it where if you're stuck in half guard and you have the Kimura, I usually like the pass. But if I don't, well, I go all the way forward. And then if they get on top of me, uh, yes, yes, go forward, bring your opposite shin in to get out. But even if that doesn't work, I will invite them to get on top of me. They go to get on top of me behind their back. I will roll them over, a la Frank Mir versus uh, Frank Mir versus Minotauro, where he broke it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you did that in the fight, and I got so psyched that I. But I, I'm not taking. I'm sure your coach showed you, but for yeah. some reason I thought I did. So you were going to come on unfiltered. You were on unfiltered, and again, this was a while ago because it was our old studio. So. I remember telling the guys, I felt like an idiot because I told Chris, the producer, and Jimmy, I go, yo, I'm going to bring up that Kimura. Let's see if he brings up that. I brought, I showed it to you. And then we brought it up. You're like, oh, my coach was showing me last week. I go, I'm telling the guys, I'm like, because it, <laughs> it probably wasn't me that showed you. But well, I thought no. it was. You know? um, but real quick, yeah. with MMA gloves, your hands being taped, there's so much more fatigue on the grip. Yeah. Right, it could, be, it could be difficult. Yeah, it could be. It could be hard. Like, but uh, regular hey, hands, you're like, yeah. Sakuraba took out the whole Gracie family with that fucking Kimura single leg defense. You know, I love, I love the control of the Kimura. Uh, I, I like where it leads to good places. It's good for single leg defense. It's good yeah. for I do something where the sit through Kimura where I'm cross eyed. I get like I'm going north south. Once I'm over the shoulder and a guy's an underhook. I'm lighter. So when he goes to come up, I basically stay heavy. Wow. I will sit up and I do a sit-through where that arm's waiting for me. And I don't know. I, it, it's fun to set traps with, reversals. I don't know. Uh, even I'm, I'm going to do an instructional sooner or later with that one. I like that. What, like, so let's say people you know, don't live on Long Island, but they want some of Matt Sarah. Is there videos they can buy or a website or anything like that? Sooner, Hopefully sooner than later to make up for some of the fucking money in this hard time. I was going to do a, um, a, 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 an instructional. Through. I saw you jump on Henzo's yeah. instructional a little bit. Yeah. And I was just shooting the shit because and I, I like that. I did some Kimura stuff there too. Yeah. But uh, that was just Henzo. I was in the city one day and when I was doing the podcast and they're like, yo, you want to do it? Man? I'll do anything for Henzo. Henzo, Henzo, oh my God. you know, gave me this life I live now. Yeah. So fuck. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm there too. I would almost do anything for Henzo. Henzo's a huge Medicine the Man fan. Like yeah. ever since we had him on, I don't even need to tag him or anything. He retweets, reshares almost everything we do. Now, how the fuck did we get what, like? Now, why the, you, like, so you're the man. Yes, rhymes, oh, rhymes with my name. Stan the man. That's good. I don't like it. I'm not gonna. Matt, <laughs> one time we, me and Stan, got into like a little like. We were like a we we always fuck around with each other. He's like, listen, dude, without me, you can't do the show. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I could get any man. You can't do it without the menace. <laughs> it only only me and Michael Johnson could be That's true. menace and the man. And, you know, Michael Johnson and me with any other man, the show's so, like, 
If you ever get Michael Johnson on, find out why he's the menace. It doesn't rhyme with anything. Men- oh, wait, wait. Menace. Maybe Michael menace and Mike. Mike the menace. I don't know. What the I'll, fuck? Anyway. I'll get him on next week. And I'm all... yeah. Well, guys, I pretty much shot the whole shit with you guys. I mean, look at this. It's fucking 855. Love it. That was so, a fun show. I didn't, I didn't want to like tell you that, but when we get people on, and we're like, hey, yeah. 20, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then they're on for 45 minutes, an hour. We're like, hey, awesome talking with you. Hey, well, listen, man, I'll do it again. And uh, you guys are going to check out Vikings and we can talk about that next yes. time. You know? And uh, you're always welcome to come on anytime you want, Dennis. So, you know with saying? that being said, let's say you're not feeling good. You can't go in the studio. I will sh- surely fill your shoes or vice versa. The comedian isn't a bad way. He can't come in. Menace will come right in there. You're saying you're saying the uh the Kimura Savage Savage and Menace show. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That could be something, man. Listen. But get you have to get on Vikings, so at least we could talk about that. Oh, and even that, so, Matt. So how much time? So I've got weeks before this, I can. This is what I this is what I this is what I tell you. I would say Watch the first three to four episodes. See what you think. Okay. But I'm telling you, and it only gets better. Holy fuck. How long? Ragnar. What? How long is each episode? Oh, I don't fucking know. But it's the average time of um, an episode. 45 minutes an hour? Yeah, less than that, I'd say. But it's fun. Before we let you go, Matt, we talked very little fighting. We'll get your take on one fight. Kamara Usman, Gilbert Burns. How do you see that one going? You know, it's... Ooh. It's hard to, you know, I, I made the mistake of, I mean, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but it's almost hard to pick against Gilbert after how great he's been looking. Uh, I, I thought Tyron was going to be too powerful, too big. Uh, but Kamaro, Tyron never uses, he usually uses his wrestling. I mean, he'll do a double leg here and there. But he, he, yeah, but he well, does, he, yeah, defensively. Yes, exactly. He kind of does like a Justin Gagey with it, you know? Where that's not how Kamara works. Kamara's whole thing is to strike and to get into that range of, of putting the guy down. So could Gilbert put it? But Gilbert's got a very slick jujitsu, so that could also come into play on the floor. I'm gonna say I, I think Kamara's Kamara Kamara by decision is the route. It's probably pick I'd make. But I'm dude. I'm, I mean, I almost hate to say. I mean, I'm a Gilbert fan. I like. I think Gilbert's a fucking beast, and I'm like, you know, I'm a jujitsu man too. So I love his yeah. his his fight with Damian Maya was on the floor. So oh my much, god! So much more was going on than meets the eye. Where he was mat- trying to match him in jujitsu to try to play with him jujitsu, where Damian Maya had to make certain moves, otherwise he'd give up a position. And in doing so, Gilbert would use that to get yeah, back that- to his feet instead of just trying to get back to the feet and get strangled, even when he had the back. There was movements where he escaped. Oh my god, it was really good. In the last five years, that's probably had a bit of one of your favorite matchups. Yeah. Oh, it was up there. I mean, there was so much going on in that in that fight. And Damian Meyer is—I'm a big fan of his too because yeah. I love what he does. So I enjoyed that fight very. I I, I thought you know it's hard to pick. And Gilbert looked amazing versus versus Ty. It's really hard to pick versus Gilbert, but. You know, Kamaro is just, he looks fucking amazing. So I want to throw one thing out there. I said the stand, the stand went 
So you've trained with a lot of guys, right? A lot of guys that are really, really good, right? And you know exactly how it goes in training. And if you think you have something like, let's say there's a guy you go with and that just smashes you. Opportunity push comes suddenly on and be like, I know you're going to smash me, but I want to fight you. There's got to be an element where you're like, yo, I think I can fucking win. Like, either something that we do together where, like, I know where I'm at. Like, yep, I want you, motherfucker. Like, you're my boy, but I know I got kids to feed too. I think I can beat you. So you're saying that's Gilbert? What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's say. I mean, what did I say? They're training, but training's training, fighting's fighting. So, you know, it, 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 it. should be similar, but at the same time, you know, is he working, jumping in some rounds with him? Is, you know, there's times where I used to fight, I split up. I'd be doing, one guy's in for three minutes. Uh, I'm doing six minute rounds, three minutes with one. Some guy, they split up rounds. So the guy who's jumping in in the last round, does that guy think he can really kick my hands? So, like, you know what I mean? So who knows what kind of training they're doing together? I'm sure they're training together, but who knows how much, but. You gotta be confident, man, and, and Gilbert's been on, on a tear lately. So even I said it know. to Menace today. You saw Usman switch camps. Did he? Usman for oh. at least for this fight, he's going to De- he's going to Denver. Trevor Whitman, Justin Gaethje to get ready for this fight. That's very very interesting, man. But uh, uh, I I would still say because of the wrestling and the fact that um. Gilbert Ford at 155 at one point, even though he looked big, or Tyron didn't look as big, or whatever it was, he looked big in the Tyron fight. Yeah, no, he's a big motherfucker. And, I've stood in front of that motherfucker sparring, and when he was at 55, I'm like, I don't feel safe in here. That that wrestling, I think, is going to, I mean, a, the only, and I hate to say similar, because he's he's his own animal in there, but RDA is just another guy that's got that kind of style, and you see how Kobe uh wait the Kamaro fight, RDA? No. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he beat him. Yeah, yeah he fucking yeah, he dominated. Kobe and RDA are two different jujitsu level guys, no? You're gonna put them in the same ballpark? I would say RDA is very good in jujitsu too. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah, and, and he's a guy that fought at one seventy and at one fifty five. And he's all I mean, he did he strangled Neil Magny down there. You know what I mean? Neil Magny's not a little guy. He's had very good jujitsu, but the top wrestlers were able to, like Kobe and uh, and Kamara, were able to just dominate him with the wrestling. And he got back up. He always got back up. But yeah. see, Kamara, I mean, listen. But Gilbert is very dangerous. He's fine. He's very. He's probably more active now with the jiu-jitsu than RDA is. But I think Here's RDA is a good I think you have a really good point in terms of the wrestling is going to work. Is like, let's sit. Like I remember the you know like there's guys I've worked with the very first time I ever went with them. Their jiu-jitsu worked on me. And like, all right. But yeah. like, I kept going with them. And my wrestling, I figured out how to use my wrestling to take them down and control them without getting tapped out. Yeah. Those guys have probably figured that out over the years of training. Yeah. We're like, come on. Hey, if I take him down this way, he's going to go for this. If I take him down that <laughs> way. Listen, he he could just get up on the scorecards with, uh, you know, with just the wrestling dominance. You know, if but... Listen, this is why they fight. Listen, I also thought Damian Mayo was going to be too much. You know, I also thought Tyrone Woodley. I don't. You're asking maybe the wrong guy. I might. I shouldn't be maybe picking against the guy because he's looking like such a stud. Right. You know? 
Well, it's 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 you know if it's completely stand up, I think Kamaru has more crisp. Yeah, but it's not though. And I and you know and you know Carmen and uh, Kamaru knows that you know. I and to be honest with you, I think Burns probably hits harder. I would say I'd say that's fair. Who slept more yeah. guys? Yeah, but but this is also a reason why I think. It's Kamara's going to be just heavily leaning on his uh, on his wrestling. You know what I mean? Like and to this day, hey, hasn't, hasn't hasn't failed him yet, man. You know, right. he's yeah, a big but, boy too. Look what he did to Tyron. I know the other. I know it was even more dominating. Uh, hang Gilbert. on, yeah. he didn't go to the ground with Maya. Who's that? Usman. Usman. Didn't, yeah. yeah. No, well, that's, that, that, that's smart. Yeah. Right. But with with Burns, if he stays standing, Burns has really, really good knockout. Yeah, but I think Burns and Maya, I mean, you know, Maya's got one way to beat you. Girl, Burns has a, a you know, a few different. But very exciting. I think, I think Burns on yeah, very exciting fight. Like we can we could talk about it for days, but I you know, if you ask me my opinion, I'm gonna say Kamara by decision. But I, I, it's really almost foolish of me to, <laughs> again, to go over and skirt. So on the men's, so Stan, what are the odds? Gilbert's, uh, Gilbert's the underdog right now. So we have three ways to pick a fight. You have who you think's gonna win, who you want to win, and if you're betting, who do you put your money on? I don't bet. I never did. Yeah, but look, Eric. I don't I, think you're saying a hypothetical. No, I'm just like, saying I, if you ask me who I think, I'm saying I'm saying is, is it worth it to put money on the underdog? If, like ten bucks. There's I mean Well, I mean, listen, Gilbert's already look what he's proven. So fuck. Right. It's no, this ain't a mismatch. I mean shit. This this is close to a gimme. I mean it's a close Gil- fight. Gilbert right now is plus one seventy. So not a huge <sighs> underdog, but a little bit of underdog. So here, Matt, we'll let you get out of here. One last one. Guys. Let's not go into uh, – we'll try to avoid a discussion, but Dan Hooker, Dustin Poirier, who you got winning there? It's tough. You know, that is Dan a tough Hooker one. throws these crazy angled strikes that could put you to sleep. You know what? It is. It, that's a rough one. I mean to say – I'm going <clears> to <throat> – Dan Hook, Dan Hook is fucking right, so, hang on. I'm going to say, listen, Felder, Felder, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you the answer tomorrow on UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> Guys, thanks for talking to me, man. I had a good time. Check out UFC Unfiltered tomorrow. Guys, hey, hey, thanks for having me. All right? Thanks for coming on, Matt. Awesome time. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, man. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Take care, Peace. Matt. Later, guys. Wow, great outro. Yeah, that was good. They didn't give us what we wanted. Great, great outro. Well, no, it was actually a dumb question on my part because it was a loaded question. Like, who do you think is going to win? It's like, ooh, that's actually a really tough fight. So, so, Tay 15 minutes ago was like, hey, I'll come on. Do we give him like a quick little, hey, Dern, and then maybe I, next week type deal? That's up to you. I was going to say we'll do a quick preview of this weekend's card. Let's and- do it with Tay. All right. And then 
And then in, invite him back on for if not next week, the week after. Something like that. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Thank you. Uh, I almost wanted to be like, I wanted to go for a Great South Bay promo on Matt, but he kind of shot it down. I don't drink beer. But then I want. I was thinking movement, but then I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of." A- I was about to too, but there's like the contrary and Jim's sticky situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a beer real quick. All right, you do that. I shot Tay the shot. All right, so I'll see what Tay says, and then we'll go over this upcoming. They have it listed as UFC on ESPN 12, Poirier versus Hooker. Man, I love that he said. Hey, you got me from 7.30 And here we are at 9 o'clock. Uh, means we're doing something right, right? Yeah. We, we we basically had him on, and we didn't talk much fighting until the last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then he was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. We pretty much were like, Matt, how do you apply Kimura's? Tell us about you. That was, that was a good. Well, answer. I mean, no, I mean, Stan, yeah, something to. Bro, and he set me up. Wait, with... Oh fuck! I meant to ask him about. Hey, can we get me hooked up with a with a gi? Ooh. Ah, uh, he don't have a gi. What do you mean? You want him to send you a Sarah gi? Well, no. Hang on, Matt Sarah has to be like, hey, any gi company, can we get my boy Menace Bermuda hooked up with a gi, and it's coming in in whatever size I am. Yeah. What am I, like an A1? I don't even know what how sizes go. Or A2? I don't fucking... I don't know. Give me one second. I'll be back in one moment. Just gonna grab Where are you going, whatever. Stan? You fucking piece of shit. But anyways, so, I mean, so far, great episode. Uh, we had your eye a favor. We had on Matt, Sarah. Hopefully, Tay Edwards comes on here in the next few minutes. Uh... Stan, you know, sleeps next to me every night. You guys can see I'm my face above his pillow. And then he also sleeps with himself every night. And he sleeps with uh the Chin. So he's really creepy. So pretty much every time Stan has a girl over his place, it's like he's in like a a foursome, you know, of just dude just looking at the girl he's on top of. The fact that girls let him get on top of him is wild. Who, me? What were you saying? Shitting on me? Nope. Here you are. (laughs) You have to listen back, Stan. And what do you mean? I'm fucking... I'm a big dude. I ragdoll girls. I toss them around. Well, you used to. You don't have the cardio anymore for that, Stan. No. I do it for a shorter period now. (laughs) So where it used to be a 30, 40 minute, 45 minute pounding... Pounding. Pounding. Now it's a three to four minute that I'm sweating, breathing <laughs> on you. Take out the zero. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. You know what I get now? I get like, huh, I'm overheating. Just give me a minute and I'll go again. Give me a minute. I, well, I mean, when you, when you think of it, like, nowadays, like, any, you know, anybody from past relationship be like, hey, let's 10 minutes max. Let's get this thing nah, I'm, uh, over with. But, like, when I was in college, it was like, Yo, let me tell you. Before I get into it. I'm not two pump chump. 70. What is it about a girl? Like, when a girl is younger, like, are they just. I don't know. What is it? Oh. Old, they get a girl on here. Old, young, 
I still got some moves. I just don't have the cardio I used to. Huh. Yeah. But now, I just jumped into one of my favorite Great South Bays, the Tipsy Tea. Oh, you were saying that's your favorite. I got the, a favorite of mine here, the uh, the Jetty oh, Honey shit. Ale. Here's your boy. Tay! Yeah. Get him in here. Oh shit! Oh shit! Tay, can you hear us? Uh oh. He's connecting. He's connecting. Oh, right, connecting. There we go. Tay, what's up, big dog? <laughs> what's up, buddy? Man, you're a stud. <laughs> no, no, it's the lighting. It's good lighting. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many girlfriends do you really have? Seriously? Uh officially none. Ooh. I don't, I don't, I don't officially. I'm high. Oh, so you're, hang on, you're in Stan's boat. That's Stan's move. Stan officially has none. Stan the man, Dennis the menace. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we don't, we, uh, I don't know. Things, things are complicated when we do all oh, that. I'm, I'm, I'm divorced, so I, I'm, I've had my fair share of that life. And it's hang on, you've been married? Yeah, married, divorced, in my, my 20s, military life. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So wait, Tay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Tay, can you go long ways with your phone? Oh, yeah, I got you. Let me see. Oh, let me turn it. There you go. Perfect. Awesome. That's right, because military people get paid a little bit more. A lot more. A lot more. Yeah, probably double. Probably double if you're married. There's how many dependents you have. So if you have kids or, uh, you know, a spouse, you get paid a a good good chunk more. So. What and military? you were in the army, right? What was that? You were you were in the army? Yeah, so prior army, I'm uh, still in the Air Force. My contract's up in September, so I'll probably get out now. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you going to start punching faces? Yeah. Uh, we, we took last year off after the fight. Uh, I was working with the, the PI for a little bit, and... Um, I don't, know, I don't know if you guys know, I have sickle cell. So, uh, like, there's a lot of issues with my, my health when I cut a lot of weight. So, okay. uh, going down, going down to 55 was, was causing problems, uh, if my fights last too long. So, what about like, 70? That's what we're thinking. So, like, the past year, we kind of put on size to get up to 70. But, uh, like six, seven months ago, my appendix ruptured. So I was in the hospital for a while. So I lost a bunch of weight. So then Jeez. I had to start all over again. So. Uh, now we're, we're, we're about buck 80. Um, I can't get too big. Like I just, I walk around pretty lean. So, uh, I've been rolling with the big guys. I go with, with Jared and all those big dudes. So, um, Benson. Yeah. I mean, Ben, Ben walks around like 180, but I, I like to get the, the real big guys to get used to that strength, you know? Who's there's, Jared? There's free, uh, Cannoneer. Killer. Oh, Cannoneer. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. We love Jared yeah. Cannoneer here. We've had him on a few times. Big fan of him. Yeah. Jared's a bad motherfucker, yeah. He's back now? I know he what he tore he tore his pec, right? Uh yeah, his pec and his shoulder. But uh yeah, he's he's been rolling the past couple of weeks to his own his rehab. So um yeah, he's he's a great partner. His his build is just like a problem. Like you just have to learn so many ways to adapt. And he's tall, he's long, he's strong, like he's got reach, you know, he's just athletic, like he's a lot of, a lot of things you Is have to too? Huh? Are you sparring with him too? Uh, we go light rounds. We don't go too okay. hard. He's 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 still. Because that dude hits like a goddamn fucking tank. Yeah. 
he, he takes it easy on me unless I take him down and then and then he'll show me what he'll show me how big he really is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got some we got some big I mean uh James is a solid seventy, Nakashima, he fights for one. He's you know, twelve and oh or whatever, but he's he's a solid seventy. We got some some big guys. Um you guys got a well fucking serious gym over there. It's yeah. in Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got a lot of guys. Um, Benson, yeah, Cannonier, O'Malley's still there, right? Sugar, yep. Sugar and Tim. Tank's there. Tank's a 35er. Um, Kyler, I think he's fighting this weekend. Kyler's there. Ke- uh, Casey, Kenny, he's 25er. Um, who else would you guys know? Who yeah. just fought? The girls. Uh, well, Courtney's at fight ready now, but Courtney Casey, she fought. Lauren was here before she left. Uh, there's a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys in the, in the room. So, and yeah, Casey Kenny, he's a killer. That guy. Yeah, he's 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 fucking. He's he if he was if he was five ten, he'd be terrifying. Your yes. boy is good everywhere. You know Jesus. him, Menace. That's the guy who beat Manny Bermudez. Oh, yeah. He beat Manny. Yeah. Lost to Marab. Lost the decision to Marab. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had that 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 wrestler who just took him down a hundred times. He's a stud, though. What time is it there? Uh, six-ish? Six, probably? You guys are East Coast time. It's like what, nine? Yeah, yeah we're, six only, we're three hours behind you? Yeah, we don't do, do daylight savings. Arizona skips oh, that. Oh, so, so, so like still, in winter, you guys are two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What have you guys been up to? What's uh, uh what's, what's fun in New York? Getting hot. So, like, I'm going to go. 5.30 in the morning, 70 degrees, which is cool. Coronavirus. That's what we got going on here. Oh, yeah. You guys got mollywhopped. We're getting it now. Arizona did not listen to any policies. Everybody stayed partying and stayed having fun while the rest of the world got corona. And then everybody kind of – everybody did the, the stay at home in the mask. And we were like, no, nah, we're good. And now we're getting you know, ass-fucked by it. So Why? Uh, the cases are spiking there. Yeah, like we're like number one in the country now, but really? still we're also like, yeah, like you should, like no one, it, we didn't do remotely any, any stay at home or social distancing at all. Like people were still yeah. going out, going, yeah. So now, now we're all, we all probably have it. So yeah, that, that. if they, <laughs> if they really want to get rid of it, that's how they do it. Give everybody the antibodies, just inject everybody with the antibodies and we're all good. Like the flu okay. shot. Where, where are you with it? Like, is it a real thing or is it politics or it's a real, it's, it's real, but it got blown up more than it should have been. Like it's the flu on steroids, I guess. Right. So or it, it's, it's not even the flu on It's, it's the flu. It's a flu without a vaccine. So like if you got the flu, you, you, you know what the flu feels like. You've had the flu. Like you, you feel shitty for a couple of days. If you're old, you know, if your immune system's weak, you have, you know, uh, you know, a compromised immune system. Yeah, the flu will kill you. Everyone else, the flu just makes you feel shitty for a couple of days. So that's exactly what COVID is. It's the flu. We just don't have a flu shot. So, like, I have, I have friends that got it. And they were like, yeah, I was sick for, like, two days. I coughed, had a headache, and then it's, it's done. But then people that are, like, older, you know, I've had some friends that are, like, you know, in the 40s or, you know, parents that, you know, passed away or, you know, yeah. were, were bedridden. I'm like, yeah, we give a if you got if you got any flu. Any strain of the flu, and you had a compromised immune system, yeah, you probably have issues. If not, you're going to be like the rest of the world. That's why the, the 
fatality rates like one percent or less. Because yeah, Stan, Stan, what was it like? Middle of January, I got, I actually got tested positive for flu. Yeah, but who knows if that could have been coronavirus as well, right? Yeah, it could have. They weren't testing. I think I got it when I had my appendicitis. They tested me, and I had the flu too. And I was like, but I was like right before COVID hit. So I was like, I probably had COVID and the appendicitis, and they gave me all these drugs. Now I'm fine. Now, so. did the COVID slow down your, you know, the your tail income or? Uh, yes and no. So uh, I work in tech, so they didn't really have too much of an issue because everybody started using, you know, work from home stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was helping out a, a recruiting company that I mean, they're in the tech space, but recruiting fell off a whole lot because companies were going on hiring freezes and stuff like that. But um, wait, 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 wait. You know, the- Men- menacing- yeah, I feel like he missed. Yeah, what I said. He, he didn't say work. He said tail. Girls. Oh, on the tail end. Oh, I thought you meant like on the back end of money. Oh. Like, uh, like he's begging coworkers or No, no. Um uh, let me see. COVID. Kinda. I mean, we kinda we kinda we did the lockdown thing, so uh Okay, you wanna get locked down together? Uh essentially, one of my teammates. I mean I guess she doesn't care. I'll tell her. Whatever. Because uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I hung out with Menace many times back in the day before he was wiped up or had a girl, whatever, and the guy could pull some tail. I met Tay yeah. I met Tay Edwards. I don't know if you remember. I interviewed you, I talked to you before you fought Menace, and I was like, Man, this is like a little bit more Jack Menace. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I I do I I've been trying to be more responsible. Yeah. I, I had I, I think post post divorce I had a splurge. And then oh, after that, like, you got, ah, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. I, don't, I, had, I had this really <laughs> girlfriend for four years, split up, and it was just like I had like a Monday, a Tuesday, and like a fucking Friday. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plead the fifth because I don't know who's gonna see this. So I, I did. I, 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 hang on, I, hang on, I'm, I'm, we're not that big. That what I just said, I don't think it'll incriminate incriminate me. Everything's hypothetical here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may or may not have had a decent amount of fun post-divorce. And then, like, you know, just a, a normal amount of, you know, I don't, I don't get too distracted. I have enough to have fun. And then, you know, I, I still got other things to work on. So I, I don't get I don't get too distracted if there's free time, you know. And there's, well, it depends also. Because you got to have, like, you got to be smart with your rotation. Because you can't have all these crazy ones. It becomes you know, very fucking up the rest of your life. Yeah, and they, they'll, they'll they'll fuck your shit up. You'll and it can only last so long before Bro. they're like, "Hey, what's the deal here?" And you're like, "Oh, yeah." And they'll start inconvenient. Your training gets fucked up. Your work gets fucked up. You, menace. You get stressed. I, I, Arizona's Arizona's like a hotbed too. There's a lot well, of man, good looking like women. Hot, like, like, how far are you from the college? I'm not saying you mess with college girls, Tempe? but. I went to ASU, so I, I had my fill there. I, yeah. I, was, I was there, so. They also have uh, the highest STD rate, no? They, they do, allegedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> as I said, you gotta be, you gotta be how, has, how many STDs have you ever had? Oh. None. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never in my life. Uh, we didn't get on Ashley Evan Smith's show. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be great. I know hold your hand. One of my yeah. favorite things too was when you guys fought, you guys had the same outfit on for media day. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean that's a that's, that's like, a good go to awesome. outfit. 
Like yeah. the trench coat with the boots and the rolled up. Like that's a that's a. Solid well, for you, you probably been waiting to wear that because you live in Arizona. Hot, bro. Well, it was January, so it was like seventy-five here. So yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was like seventeen here. I was yeah, wearing natural. Like I need to stay warm. You're like, oh man, I can't wait to wear this jacket. Bro, I wear that peacoat twice a year. I bought that peacoat in like 2012, and I get to wear it twice a year. It's like moderately cold. Like it gets to like it gets to like 60, 50 for like a week here, and then I can wear hey, it. Anytime you want to come to Long Island and hang out with me and Stan, I got a for you the whole night. Bro, I went to I went to uh, where are we go. We went somewhere in Manhattan like last year in the summer, and it was awful. Like I don't no disrespect to your state. Well, that city, what's the difference? Nah, it's all about the company you keep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I well, went outside. Like you went there one time, you went to one place. I'm sure if you came with me and Stan, we'll show you di- way. This is these are my complaints. I'm gonna tell you what I liked and what I disliked. First of all, the bagels were good. I don't like how you have to walk everywhere. The food is good. It's in walking distance. Well, you're in Manhattan. You're in Manhattan. You have to walk everywhere. That's how it works. Yeah. So, and there's also, you can't stretch your arms out without touching another individual. Yeah. Like people, people are too close and it smells like, like hot, yeah. like piss outside. So there's just too many people in that smell. And I was like hot and irritable. So but, right for this, I go to Manhattan probably. Six days a year. Oh, okay. Max? Is it not close? Forty-five it's minutes. Like 50, it's like fifty minutes. Fifty-five minutes. No. But for that same reason, there's too many people. Yeah. Uh, I, I figured all of New York was like that. I don't really know. Uh, Besides upstate, I don't really know how New York operates. Long Island. Long, Long Island. You're invited to come hang out, me and Stan, dude. <laughs> Stan, how many? How many? Stan, do you think you pull more oh girls? Oh my in god. Day? You versus me? Nah, very taller. <laughs> he said nah. He's got a better wait, 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 wait. Very similar, because they'd almost be like, I'd be like, oh, I got my boy Tay with me. They'd be like, that's Dennis. I know that kid. I'd be like, no, that's Tay. <laughs> just pull the switcheroo. Just, you know. He has bigger muscles and he has a better smile. Nah, I got Invisalign, though. It helped slightly. Yeah, I don't. Yes. I got these, like, fucking snaggletooths here. <laughs> How much does Invisalign cost? Well, I got I got Smile Direct. I got the knockoff version. I got Smile Direct Club. Which, yeah, um, but you probably, does the military pay for it for free? No, no. They'll give you traditional braces. I had to pay out of pocket. Uh, it was only like 70 bucks a month, but it's for like four years. So whatever that total cost is. That's how they get you. A month? Yeah, $70 a month, but it's like... Give us the real smile. Yeah, these, used to be, these, these used to be spaced out a lot, but they kind of helped out a little bit. So Wait, now I'm not as fun. ugly. I don't know. I got a lot of teeth in my mouth. I have like this really wide mouth that looks like I have like 60 teeth. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Has that girl told you you have big teeth or like what? What what do you mean? No, it just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of teeth. Like if I smile too much, it seems like they go on (laughs) in both directions. You know what I'm saying? Like both directions, like a lot of, usually people smile. They have like, you can see the first four. You can see like seven deep on mine. So it just, a lot of teeth, you know. Listen, I'm, I'm sure it plays in your favor. Ah, uh, I don't know. I feel like they usually go oh, for. Whoa, 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 Tay! I get, I get I lip compliments. For hang on, Tay. I think you have to come to Long Island for like schooling. Stan, we can do a lot with this guy. Oh my wow. god! 
hundred percent. Yeah, like a, tra- a training course. <laughs> yeah, Stan, are we on? The- Stan, do you think we have potential to like hitch, but like me and you do it? What me and you be like hitch from that movie Hitch? Yeah, like coaches. Yeah. Oh, you got to train. Got train me. I'll I'll give you this though. I've, I've, I'm from Virginia, so I'm from the East Coast or the South, and I've been out here. And the guys out here are super lame. Like no one has game. No one has any type of swag at all. So I probably need to pick up like. A couple, a couple tips and tricks because I have, I have zero. Oh, you good? You lost a little bit living there now. I just, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any to begin with. Man. Yeah. I came out here when I was sixteen, so seventeen. Yeah, so I like, didn't really. Your game is right here from Virginia. Your Arizona game is right here. Your New York game is like up here, out of, the, out of the screen. So I, so I, I've seen the confidence. I have some buddies from Brooklyn. I've seen the New York confidence, like just, just the, the confidence like, swagger. Overweight. What do you mean? Like, why do you walk around with your chest like that? But I don't. It's something. Something about that New York, you know, unwavering confidence that well, they'll the talk to anybody. Is, yeah. Well, the thing, like, so Tay, I'm probably more with you on this than Stan. And Stan definitely can relate. Like with fighting and competing in and combat sports, you get humbled quick. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, yeah. I just... I'm not as cool as I think. Like, you guys might think, but, like... Yeah, like, people come up like, dude, day, you find the UFC, you're a fucking animal. But you're like, Benson just choked me out twice. <laughs> yeah. like, I got my ass beat today. Like, mm-hmm. Bro, if I so brought Tay... to war with that... If I brought Tay to Fire Island, we're cleaning oh up. We are cleaning up. But I think you guys are overrest. I I get no respect in public. Like, no, I have, no. I have the funniest stories for people that like guys. Guys try me constantly. Like no one. I'm, I don't look intimidating. I don't sound <laughs> threatening. I get tried so much in public. Like I don't know if it's the guys in, in Arizona are just bold, but like dude, dudes have like physically moved me like away from like my girl like to holler at them like like excuse me and like stepped it. Like people don't give a fuck about me. So either I have to say something and then we have to fight everybody or I have to just let it slide. Like I don't look I don't look like So wait I don't look intimidating. We, we, we can go a few <laughs> ways with that. Muscular Chris Brown. Bro, no no you can't really see like if I'm in regular clothes, like you just see like my forearms and shit. Like I'm five, eight, nine. Like no one no one is like this guy probably fights. Like they're just like, oh this little fucking Nick's kid is in my way. Like I'll fuck him up. And that's and I got to be like, damn, nobody can fuck about me. Have you so. ever launched a right hand at somebody in the street? Oh, yeah. I've hit, I've hit a lot of people. They don't stand up very long. Yeah, that's, that's but, something we love to talk about here in street fights. <laughs> Hypothetical I'm street undefeated. fights. I'm undefeated. I am the welterweight champ of the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, college, not so much... Uh, in my later years, but in college we got in a lot of fights. But it's the same reason people just talk a lot of shit. But we had a, a much shorter, uh, you know, patience level. So I was quick to hit people. I actually got that's how I got kicked out of the ASU. We got a, into a big fight that went viral on the internet, and I had to leave. Is it on the internet right now? Yeah, it's on YouTube somewhere. How do I search it? How do I find it? <laughs> uh, I think it's called like ASU Undie Run Knockout. Ooh, I like that. I like how you knew the exact name too. It it got me in a lot of trouble, bro. <laughs> like the the news the news outlets got a hold wait, of wait. it. Wait, wait. ASU Undie Run? Yeah, during the Undie Run. Were you in your underwear? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Undy Run context. The Undy Run is <laughs> like this. <laughs> Everyone here knows what the Undy Run is. Uh, so you know how, like, if you've watched, uh, like, the Naked Miles and stuff from, like, any Greek movies, it's like that, but, like, in our underwear. So the whole campus shows up to this concert. Everyone's in their underwear. They, like, party, and then we run around the campus. But usually there's, like, a big mosh pit um, beforehand, like, during the concert. So in the mosh pit, a bunch of fights always break out, and, you know, the wrestlers, the clean house. But, um, I got there late and my teammate, he was like a 41 pounder, was, uh, getting into it with this big dude. He was like six fucking five or some shit. This big fat dude. Uh, so I show up and I'm kind of like, all right, what's going on there? Like, Carlos is getting in a fight. And I was like, oh shit, this dude's way too big to fight Carlos. So I just kind of like circle and find a good angle and I just fucking deck him. And I guess somebody had recorded it with their phone and then it got put on YouTube and then it got put on, Taj.0 and like a bunch of news sources and they're like MTV hothead. So I got in a lot of trouble and I had to leave the school. I'm not, I typed in ASU Undy Run Knock. I've just found a lot of hoes in underwear. Uh, you probably have to scroll 2011. Hey, wait, wait. Link? Is it destruction at ASU Undy? Oh, no, that was right after they broke the MU. Um, let me see. I- All right. I'm gonna uh, if you could like, find it, or I'm gonna wait search. A second, just in general. It, it's a what? Not the second, but just in general. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a. Uh... Oh no, I found it. Let me see. I got some... Any tabs open. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I found it. It looks bad. It looks. I, I sucker punched him pretty good, but he was six five, and I wasn't trying to stay there and wait, shake this, hands wait, and touch gloves and shit. Wait, so. this big guy in the blue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's Tay Edwards. I found it, man. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> oh god, I love, it. I love it, bro. That is amazing. No, I mean, yo, so Tay, I was going through some some hard times, right? Mm-hmm. I was picking my girlfriend. I thought I was going to marry her. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm, you know, lost my last four fights. I'm like, I need to fight again. I need to, <laughs> I need to hurt somebody. And then I got <laughs> I was like, this guy. And then I look you up. I'm like, he wrestled. I'm like, fuck, I don't want a wrestler. <laughs> look at this guy. This guy's fucking jacked to the hill. Like, fuck. I and never wrestled that. Battle, what? I- I never wrestle. Like I hate wrestling. Like my coach, you, like, you have wrestle. Like a wrestling. Like when you look you up, you yeah. have a wrestling. Like and yeah, that's it. Like I just want to look like I want. <laughs> no, honestly, I wanted like a fucking like hooker looking dude. Like when he's like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I that's that's probably my downfall. We're we're working on it. Coaches are like, you need to wrestle, and I was like, I've wrestled for so long, like. I don't want to. I want to hit people. I get to hit people now. Before I wasn't allowed to hit people. Yeah. Now I can. Oh, uh, you hit me so, real good in the first round. I went down real bad. And then seventy thousand takedowns later, I was like, "All right, got that forty-five-er pace. Oh, like this is gonna be, it's gonna be a long day." Oh, he well, hang on. So we're creeping up on our time. We want to go through this fight card with you. You're a fight fan, no? I am. Stan, it's a man. We're going to go, so on Medicine Man, we have three categories we choose a fight on. Okay. One, who do you think is going to, like, honestly going to win? And that also can go in the odds. Then we have two, who do you want to win? Like, which could be the same. And then three, 
we throw out the odds and we say, if you're a betting man, where would you put your money? Ugh. Okay. I'm terrible with gambling. I've always lost. Yeah, so I'll, whatever I think in my head, I'll go with the opposite because that's probably what will happen. Bro, the fight is so fucked up. It's so fucked up. <laughs> so fucked yeah. up. We need to get uh, that Space Jam fucking shit and transfer our talent to another sport. Like- Tay, for instance, this weekend, this past weekend, I had a seven thousand. I didn't bet seven thousand. I bet five. I bet ten dollars on a parlay that would have paid me seventy five hundred. Shit! I picked like every fight, and I won the first nine fights. It got the, oh no, bro! The tenth fight was Shane Burgos versus Josh Emmett, and I lost that. Oh, that pick. oh that was that's fight, like a though. tough one too. Such a tough one. But like, would have had a nice come up. You knew Curtis Blades was going to win that fight. That was almost a lock. The Emmett, yeah. the Emmett Burgos fight was the one where I was like, "Fuck! Why didn't I just leave this off? I could have left this off." But fucking Emmett hits like a fucking truck, bro. We don't even know these guys, but is that yours, Menace, or that's Tay's? That's Tay's. Tay's cop shot for Tay. Uh, no, it's the fire. Uh, Arizona's on fire, essentially. Uh, we get a lot of brushwood fires that happen in the summer because it gets hot. So, like, the surrounding cities are all and on the, fire. And the shit. way men have said, we also pick sometimes on how cool their name sounds. So that's going to be, the, that's going to be this fight. Jin, okay. Jin Frey versus Kay Hansen. I like K because it's like a letter. It's a letter like my name, so. Yeah. I'm going Jin Frey. He's the one. Plus one forty favorite. Oh no, he's the Damn. plus one forty underdog. I'm so What do they look like? Okay. I think he might be Asian, but I'm just uh I'm type being a little bit racist there, I guess. Jo- <laughs> Jordan Griffin versus Yusef Zalal. Going Jordan. I'm going with the Russian sounding guy. Yusef Zalal. Alright. Is that Russian? Yeah. I'm Probably. gonna I'm gonna go Yusef as well. Takashi Soto versus Ramiz Rahamaj. I'm going to go Takashi. Dude, how come these undercards are like... Yo, this is like the most unknown undercard I've ever seen. <laughs> Takashi. I don't know. That sounds like a cool name. That's like a street fighter I name. I eat Takashi serious. I'm going Takashi. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to yeah. go Takashi. 100%. Yeah. Sean <laughs> Woodson versus Kyle Nelson. Ooh, these two Americans, huh? Possibly. That sounds like two at a backyard fight. Yeah, right? They could be on a barstool fight. That's what it's... uh, What was her name? I go Ricky Bobby, whatever whatever his name was. Ricky Bobby. Sean Woodson or Kyle Nelson? Kyle Nelson, the two two first names. Kyle Nelson. (laughs) Kyle Nelson is plus 205. Sean Woodson's the big favorite. Negative I'm going Sean. I want yeah. Kyle Nelson. He sounds like he has like a Budweiser sponsorship. Miranda Maverick versus Maria Romero Barella. Maverick. Miranda. Maverick's from VA. She's uh she trains with my buddy Mackins out in Virginia Beach. She's from my hometown. I'm gonna go so Ma- Maverick's insider here. Maverick's a hmm? huge favorite. Yeah, she's she's doing really well. She just beat uh Shit, who'd she just fight? Somebody in Invicta. Pearl. I think she beat up Pearl. Pearl Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah. I who usually... Beat Pearl? 
Hey, she has a black avatar, but let me see her. Miranda Maverick. <laughs> I usually pick off who's hotter. <laughs> That's not how it works. The uglier girl can fight better. She's had right. it rough her whole life. Yeah. Generally wow. speaking, I'm not saying I'm, I'm gonna, not saying that's the I'm case. Gonna, wait, <laughs> I think Miranda Raverick is better looking. So we'll go Miranda. I'm gonna go Miranda Raverick. I think her name sounds cooler. Her name sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna go with her too. Comic book hero. Yeah. yeah. Philip A Random Maverick. Felipe yeah. Linz versus Tanner Bozer. Oh Tanner. Yeah. Bozer sounds cool. Alright, I'll go Bozer Bull, as well. Bulldozer. Luis Pena versus Karma Worthy. Dude, what the fuck? Karma. Yeah. I'm going number two there. Well, wait, wait. Or Luis Pena is violent Bob Ross. Oh. That that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I'm going violent Bob Ross then, yeah. for sure. I'm going violent have you guys, Bob Have you guys ever seen the Key and Peele skit where they have the football players that come out with the made-up fucking names? No, I have not seen you that You guys got to watch. This is what this sounds like to me. They come out and they're making fun of all the... Like super. Can you send us a link? I'll find it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> I'm a big Key and Peele guy. I'm surprised I missed that one. Yeah, uh, I love them. They're awesome. That's hilarious. Gian Volante, Maurice Green. Oof. I'm. I mean, Gian's my homie. I gotta go with Gian. This is heavyweight debut. We should have asked Matt Sarah who he had for this fight. Well, he's got to say Gian, though, But right? we could have been like, yo, is Gian even training? But I seen, like, Gian training in, like, Wyman's basement. <laughs> I mean, COVID, dude. No, I'm saying that's legit. Even he's getting rounds yeah. with Wyman every day. Yeah, what, yeah. I think Wyman's more skilled. He's smaller, but he's more skilled than Maurice Green. For sure. Wyman, uh, Volante's an underdog. Two-to-one underdog here. Really? I got to go with my, my heart on this one. I'm going to go Volante. Hey, give it to us straight. I'm going to, I don't, I don't know either one of these people. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and go with, with Gian because he's from the East Coast with you guys. I like that. Kyle Dorcas. Wait, wait, Menace, you got Volante in this, right? Yeah. I, I'm just. <laughs> you look unsure. <laughs> well, it... no, I mean, just because <laughs> I know him personally, he's like a very gifted athlete. I've but. seen him be lazy, but I've also seen him go to work too. You know, I've seen him put in the work. You know, yeah. so it's like. But he's also going. But. He's also going heavyweight. Like you know what? I don't want to cut weight. He also, like, could hit like a fucking truck and shut the fight down with a kick or a punch. I think Volante. I, mean? I got Volante by TKO. I think he's going to work the calf kick, the leg kick, land those punches. He's got a kid too that changes things, and that's a could go really well or really bad. Well, it's like, hey, babe, I gotta get out of here because I gotta go train, even though he maybe normally wouldn't go train. I could and see, I could, I could see Volante being that guy. Babe, I can't take care of the baby. I'm tired from training. I gotta pay these bills around here. I need to win this fight. But you do have that dad strength, you know, when you're tired. You got or, that extra yeah, little mental push. I want my fucking kid to like remember as a champion. I gotta win this fucking fight. Yeah, that's the you know? that's the push right there. So Brendan Allen versus Kyle Dorcas. Kyle Dorcas is a pretty big favorite. Plus two fifty. Uh, I'm gonna go Kyle. Yeah, let's, let's do Dorcas. 
He's an East Coast guy as well. Mike Perry versus Mickey Gall. I want to say Perry, but I feel like he'll do something stupid and get caught. <laughs> like, Gall's like not. Hey, hey, be, bro. Hey, you're going to sit here and tell me you couldn't beat Mickey Gall? That's what I'm saying. But, like, I wrestle. Like, I, I know grab. Like, Perry, it's like he would want to train grappling. Like, he just sounds like, or he looks like he just wants to fight and train stand-up all the time. So I feel like he'll, he's the guy that'll, like, work somebody and then get caught in, like, a knee bar on some dumb shit. Mickey Gall's stand-up is not very good. Yeah, so he's going to go to the ground. He's probably going to get beat up, dropped, and then fall into a submission. And I think this is that fight. Say Mike Perry's gonna lose to Mickey Gall. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I, I think Perry's gonna win, but I'm always wrong. So that means something dumb is oh, gonna happen. So and Mickey Gall's gonna win. Your opposite. Yeah. Well, here I, I got Mike Perry all day. Menace said that he wants me to just start putting money down, like five, ten bucks, on his full picks. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do that for you too, Tay. So if your if your picks are good, you're gonna win some money. All right, I'm gonna go. Mike, I'm always wrong. I'm, I'm gonna go Mike Perry. I think he's too strong. He's yeah, he's a man. And I think yeah. the only reason uh, Mickey Gall's even on the like, hey, is because he fought Sage Northcutt. And he fought oh, CM yeah. Punk. And he fought CM Punk. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh. He's solid though. He has a, he has at least one other big win. Or at least decent win. Let me find it. He Isn't beat, his grappling supposed to be really good, he, though? I, he might be a black belt. He, got, he lost his last fight. Oh. I tell you what. I no, was no, no, no. Well, he, 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 at 170. He, he won his last fight. So, yeah, no, his his big win is George Sullivan. And then, remember, he got fucked up by Diego. Uh, Sanchez. Yeah, he got really fucked up by Diego on the ground. That's not good. And All then right. his last nice. fight... He beat Salim Toyori. I don't know who that is. For one hundred thousand dollars, I will come out of retirement <laughs> and I will fight Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall at one seventy. Okay, you could probably do. They just got to talk a bunch of shit and win. <laughs> talk Tag a bunch it. of shit. Get Tag that fight, man. Working a full time job. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what everybody does? I don't know if the UFC pays enough to, to only fight for the UFC. This is true. That's what we, we, we were joking about. It's like everyone on the Ross has got to work a second job. Yeah, I don't think I've ever trained more than three times a week. Usually, and I work like a 40, 50 hour week. What's your job? Uh, I work in tech right now. Uh, before I was in business development, like project management. What type of tech? Uh, SaaS business development. So it's a uh, software that measures productivity of uh, software developers by analyzing their source code and a bunch of other. Hey, can you make me feel good about my win at all? You fucked me up, bro. What do you? <laughs> you, were work- you were working fifty-hour weeks. You fuck. Yeah, we all work for the fucking week. Not me! Oh. Fully! Well, I tried really hard. I really, so that, there's that. You still, you still fucking elbowed me in the face for like 11 uh, minutes, hey. so. If you were trained fully, it might be a different fight. And I'm not gonna go revisit it. I'm not gonna. Yeah. 
Ah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that. Only for $200,000 UFC. <laughs> Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> One of the funniest things, too, before we get to Dan Hooker Poirier is Tay, Menace has like body dysmorphia. So definitely before the fight started, he was like, oh shit, look at his chest. Oh shit. Probably, yeah, I almost didn't make weight. <laughs> like, I probably should never cut to 55. Yeah, you were a big boy. I remember. Hey, I, I I need you to start fighting and fucking people up for my own, <laughs> like, mental. I got you. I'm going to go up to 70. I wrestled at 74 in college, and I was like a buck 80. And then. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, how the fuck is this guy making 55? Yeah, I had to fucking die, bro. I almost, for, for Moncton to fight before that, I fucking, I almost quit cutting weight. Like, I was like two pounds over and was like dying, dying in the sauna. And I, I've never actually made 55. Like, I've always made 56. And I was hurt. And I was like, bro, I gotta stop. I'm not doing this shit ever again. And then I was gonna go up and then they hit me up and, uh, hit him on Christmas Day. These motherfuckers. Okay. So, long story short. Maybe same thing with you on Christmas and was like, "Hey, you want to fight in like three weeks?" I was like, "Bro, I just got my ass beat in October. <laughs> like, let me let me adjust to this level of competition." And they were like, "No, nah, we're gonna give you Dennis." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, dude, been fighting fighting for no. Well, I, I remember watching you fight like at forty five back in the day because we had like similar bills. I I fucking mimicked some of your shit. And I was like, "Oh man, like give me a give me a newbie who's like still kind of nervous in the ring and shit. Like, don't give me a fucking vet." Like, Oh, and then, yeah. So, how's that? Well, so real quick, going to that fight, I was, that was my last fight either way. Either I was retiring on a win or I was retiring because the UFC was, pro- I would have been number five and I would have got the cut. Those, those four were like close though. Like it wasn't well, like you were, well, yeah, Stan said he, he talked to you and you were like, I watched them. I thought he won a, a you know, yeah. I thought it was like, I was, I wasn't mad, but like, I thought like, okay, they're trying to like, he's on a losing streak. I'm supposed to be like the contender kid, whatever, who like yeah. supposed to bounce back. Now like, this is not a good bounce back fight for me. Like those weren't like he got smacked up for fights in a row. Like you're not doing right. any favors. You're giving me a fucking vet who's a 45er, who has a 45er pace. And he was fucking top 10, top five at 45. Like I remember, he's a bad motherfucker. Like, ugh. like I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm also not a bitch. So like, I'm going to do it anyway. So we were in the same boat because for me, I was just like, well, hang on. With my whole like breaking up, I'm like, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I, I don't want to hit someone or be here. I want to feel something, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, because before that, the fight before against, uh, what, what was his name? Stan, Seth, or no? Elkins? No. Rick Lynn. Uh, Rick Glenn, he got two first names, like, can't lose this <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but uh, going into that fight, I remember being like, can I even win anymore? Like, I've already lost three in a row. Like, do I suck? Like, am I capable of even winning? Get so going to you, I like, only, like, fight for you, I was like, because I had already put in for the job I'm in now. Oh, you I were already trying to... As a, as a lineman. And, yeah. Uh, there was just like, hey, you're probably going to get hired until, like, the spring. So I was like, well, that's plenty of time to do a mini camp and then a fight. And I'll be good till that takes off. 
Yeah. So in January. I didn't get hired till June. Got a nice paycheck, though. Two fights. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was like, for me, it was like, win or lose, I'll make a few bucks and then go into my next, you know, adventure. Yeah. At least you have, like, the wherewithal to set that up. Like, a lot of guys, you see them, they're doing, like, regional shows. They're trying to, like, stay in the game. Like, I've yeah. always been like, hey, this is for fun. Like, this is never to pay the bills. This is, like, because you're athletic, because you can get paid lump sums for fighting people in a cage. Yeah. Like, But for, like, longevity, like, there's so much volatility in this sport. Like, you fucking, you know, lose once or twice. or You, you know, you win and you don't fucking win cool enough, like, then you don't fucking pay the bills anymore. Like it's never, this is never a sport. You should like put too many eggs in this basket. Like this is. Cause I remember <laughs> after I retired, speaking with Gian Vellante, who is like a year or two older than me. He's like, dude, why did you retire? I'm like, cause I'm so far away from becoming a champion because of that losing streak. You know, I'm like, I'm like two or three years away becoming a champion. I just, I feel it on my body and I just like my mentality, you know, seeing these new guys come in, I'm like, I don't really want to fight. <laughs> you know? I don't want to fight people. Can he I just like be friends? <laughs> he was like, but you just get so much money in one and it's just a short period of time. I'm like, yeah, me and you are for two different reasons, dude. You know? Yeah. yeah it's just not because you get, you get paid what twice a year, maybe, you know, to me how active you are but yeah. people are like they don't understand that okay 30 percent of that goes to you know whoever else yeah. agent coaches and shit so i get 70 percent of that on the full thing you get taxed on the full thing like you got other expenses you haven't you know that that's to make up for the bills that you've you know you, you didn't work like or if you are working like it's it doesn't come out to that much money i've, I've run the numbers a few times you have to you have to be doing very well for a good amount of time to to make and I, it. Hang on, Tay, I ran it back on my own. I'm like, man, the only reason I was able to live on Long Island and only be fighting is because I was getting those bonuses early in my career. That's if really I, how people make and, money, sponsorships and, and bonuses. With like a $4,000 sponsorship? Like, what the fuck? They they did a, a real disservice to the fighters with the Reebok shit. Like it's cool, we have uniforms, everyone looks organized, but like unless you're you know getting that extra forty k from Reebok, if you're like top five, whatever the fuck it is, like you're not making enough, yeah, bro. That, like Igor like, Belfort was getting like a million before the Reebok deal. Yeah, those sponsors really? like fucking John had Nike and Gatorade and shit. Like you know they're paying out like. Instead, you get like what some a, a fight kit, like a fight. Kit. I get a hundred dollar fight kit. Xbox and Microsoft, like yeah. Oh fucking yeah, Mighty Mouse had Xbox, like Spider Silva having Nike. Yeah, bro. They, they now yeah, they they kind of fuck the fighters. UFC's like, oh, you get the drink body armor. Are they paying me? No, <laughs> no, but you get to drink it. Body armor's three for four dollars at fucking yeah. the gas station. Yeah. It's, it's not worth it, no. So, so here, wait. We'll go elsewhere. Dan Hooker, yeah. Dustin Poirier. How do, who do we got there? Ah, uh, Poirier. He's he's well-rounded. I think he's going to... Well, Hooker's good, too. Fuck, I don't know. Does it change for the three? Money, who you want to win, 
Who you think is going to win? Is there any difference? Yeah, the money would be a difference. Hooker's a two to one underdog. Mm. Poirier's negative two twenty. Hooker's plus one eighty. I want Dustin Poirier to win. Poirier is also coming off hip surgery. I would, for betting reasons, I'm going Hooker. Who I think's gonna win is a fucking real toss up, man. That's a tough one. I think I got, I think I got Dustin. I see him fight to me. He, he's 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 so well rounded. He's so good everywhere. And I, I wasn't super impressed with Hooker's last fight. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dustin. I'm gonna say Hooker throws that calf kick and Dustin just goes nope straight left hand. Yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go Poirier Poirier. If I'm a betting man, I go Hooker. <laughs> All right, I like that. I just like those odds. But yes, Tay, we knew it would be great to have you on the show, so we'll definitely get you on again. We're big fans of you here at Medicine the Man. We've talked hey, about. We've you. been talking about having you on the show for we're on episode eighty three, probably since <laughs> episode three. What what happened? <laughs> no, what happened was you're. <laughs> Not to throw, not to throw shade or anything, but your management company. I was like, I hit them up, like, yo, I want Tay Edwards, and they never, never even got back to me. Oh damn! Yeah. Well, so, so now Instagram's I, free. I was like, so man, I went beeline. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hit the man himself. Yeah, I'm always around. It's not hard to access. And you're a big fight fan, right? Like, I like, am. You watch everything and whatnot. Most, most everything. Unless it's going to be inconvenient, they're going to try to charge me $80 for ESPN Plus package premium nonsense. Then I'll just watch it on MMA Core the next day. Yeah. but So Sorry. even there, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely get you on again. We'll talk some more fighting. We'll preview some more cards and whatnot. Cause we're yeah, big- we want preview fights with you. We want to talk about your love life more and like all that. <laughs> Live uh, vicariously we'll through about, the- Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about... Uh, Dad life, and I want a street fight from you. And I, you can lie to us. You can another make, one. You yeah, can make I got a lot. We love street fights. I want to know why it happened, where it happened, how old you were, how it went down, how it ended. I've got, I've got lots of them for you. So, so I'll just hold <laughs> that around in there. We have you on next. That's what we're attacking. <laughs> Dad life. Date life, street fights. Yep. Got it. And whatever fight's going down, or hopefully your fight coming up. Yeah. Or that. Training the whole nine. However, we want it all. I can do that. And if Menace ever has a double and he can't make it, it'll be Tango and the man, and we'll have the better looking. So, Stan, or I mean, uh, Tay, sometimes I can't make the show because I'm working a double at work, whatever, and we try to be consistent with Tuesdays. You look a lot like, I mean, you're like, you look a lot like, you're like a little bit taller, a little bit more muscle, a little better looking. So, like, if you could step in, I'll just move uh, the camera a lot. I'll move the camera, yeah, I'll, get a, I'll get a tan, come over. <laughs> if you would. We would love to have you step in until I can get back to the camera type deal. All right. I might, well, I might, I might, like, I might so win your fans over. Tough and it's looking like I'm working a double. I'll kick you a text like, hey, can you fill in for me? 
<laughs> hop, hop on Zoom real quick. Yeah. And then what happens those episodes is you co-host, and then eventually Menace comes on and we interview Menace. Yeah. Mind fuck everybody. Inception. Yep. That's how we do it. You, know? <laughs> you said you're available, so we're gonna... I'm, I'm give me give me a you know twenty four hour notice and I'm there. Deal. Love it. <laughs> yeah, probably more like eight, but eight. That's fine. Even in the evening. You can always evening. say no. If I'm I, sorry. I'm if busy. I hit you up, it'll be eight. If Menace hits you up, it'll be seven <laughs> minutes into the episode. <laughs> this is, this is, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you hey, come on now as me? They're 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 waiting for you already. Can you can you jump yeah. on? Yes. But, yeah. But Tay, you're the man. Thank you for joining us. It was great to catch up with you. We'll definitely do this again. Enjoy the weather in Arizona. Yeah. And yeah. Enjoy the humidity in, in New York. Uh, if you guys are out here at any point eventually, hit me up. This is a great place for the, the winter time, so you guys oh, yeah. want to join yeah, the snowbird like, group? Racing and shit, dude. Hit me up. I'm here. Oh, my God. And Tay, if you ever come back to New York, you got to slide in the DMs or stay in touch, and we're going out. All right. I might actually head out there this summer. I got a buddy. What buddy. He was, like, excluding me. What a dick. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I was saying menace and the man and Tay Edwards. What do you mean? And you were like, we, like, me and you, Tay. I, I saw your shit, Stan. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, Tay. <laughs> I Damn, got you. I want to hang out. <laughs> single, single, single life only. You can't come. What do you What do you mean? This is Dennis. That doesn't look like him. It looks a little different. No, this is Dennis. He grew up a little bit. He's got a better chest. This is Dennis right here. He got he got he got some HGH and hit a growth spurt. Yeah, this is Dennis. Uh, hey, it was oh, awesome God. catching up with you, big dog. All right, buddy. I'll see you guys. You're Peace. the man, Tay. Thank you. See ya. Man, such a good kid. Man, yeah, he was a How good old dude. Is he? 29. Nice. Yeah, yeah I remember where I got, like, I got sent the name. Instantly, I looked him up. I'm like, I said I wanted to fight. Fuck this guy. I remember when you told me it was him. Because we were doing the show at that time. You told me I got to fight finally. Because remember, you were going to fight in Anaheim. And the fight, the card fell out. Right. And then you were like, all right, I got an opponent for Brooklyn. Who is it? Tay Edwards. And the first fight that I watched was him on the Contender Series. Just, and he just... sleeping some dude with a right hand. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Because I get hit by people. Yeah. <laughs> people find me. But then you had a Dennis Bermudez type fight. Like, I remember I told you that, too. Once he dropped you in the first round, I was like, if Dennis gets up, yeah. he's, yeah. he's going to win this fight. Like the second gear, third gear is going to kick in. He's going to wrestle fuck him or just start beating him up. And he did. But no, nah, Tay's a good dude. We'll definitely have him on again. Good, good dude. Dude, I want to go. He didn't give us the invite to come to Arizona. Well, did he? he? Just, yeah, he just did. He said, if you guys ever make your way out here right at the end. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. want to go. Hundred percent. Well, the thing is, in my head, if I ever go, that's for like a bachelor party. Maybe Tay's bachelor party when we hook him up with a, girl, a Long Island girl. Oh wow! I like that's it. where I'm at. I gotta pee pretty bad, Stan. All right, so we'll wrap this up. It was a great episode. Awesome. Matt, Sarah, Uriah, Faber, and we're definitely tomorrow. I'm gonna harass you to slide into Uriah's DMs because he said it again. He said, "Tell me who you want," and I got you. 
Oh, yeah, well. He's a big yeah. Menace fan. Uriah yep. is a big Menace fan. Well, he's a great dude. Yeah. All right, so hit him with your send-off. Well, see you later. <laughs>